Welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast, a podcast about horror movies and great beer. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast, episode nine. We've made it to nine. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Lambert, changing it up a little bit today, sitting here with Caleb Monroe. Hello. Kevin Johnson. Hello. And an empty chair. Oh. We do not have Ryan so Borg with us tonight. So, in he's a surprise decided, announcement, he's uh, off the show. No, I <laughs> say he's decided to quit. <laughs> he's leaving us here. Now, Ryan had a, a family thing, and he is taking the day off. So, yeah. we decided to move on because it's a really important episode mm. for at least two of us. Yeah. Me and Kev. Really excited about this. And an ironic twist. It's our first sequel. And Ryan's and not Ryan's here. Ryan's not <laughs> here. Captain Sequel. <laughs> but he'll be listening to it. So, Ryan, you are here in spirit. He probably won't. He might not. Yeah, he probably won't listen to it <laughs> at probably all, actually. <laughs> so, sorry, wow. Ryan. We love you. Yes. He'll probably ask us if we watched a documentary about it. Probably. <laughs> Was there a documentary? And then three episodes later, he'll bring it up. Yep. Will you find that documentary yet? I, kept, I, I keep forgetting to watch these documentaries. <laughs> well, there is no documentary on this one, unfortunately, but we do have lots of fun stuff to talk about it. We're here in the Sound of Thunder studios. Thanks to Thunder mm-hmm. for setting it all up for us again. Uh, if this is your first time listening, the uh, format of the show is fun. It is. We all drink and we watch horror movies and Caleb over here is scared of them. He screams a lot. If you've listened to all of them, you know the f- you know the format. <laughs> Thanks for listening to all of them so far. Yes. We really do appreciate it. The movie this Sunday will be Halloween. Halloween. From 2018. Not from the old one. No. Not from the old one. The old one. Not the old one. <laughs> Not from the old one. Not the old the one. The original. From 1978. <laughs> yeah. Which is one of my favorites. And Caleb, you actually watched it last night, didn't you? I did. I was given homework. Um, I wasn't happy about it. And I did. I watched the whole thing. My wife, I made my wife watch it with me. She made fun of me did a lot. Did you drink anything? Uh, I had some whiskey, actually. Ah, some E.H. Taylor. Really Well, bourbon. It was e. really Taylor good. Bourbon. Ooh, it's good stuff. Well, so, before you get into your, I want to okay. hear what you thought about it. But we do have to mention that we are drinking a new beer today. Yeah. Uh, and these wonderful Crowlers oh, from crowd. Crying Eagle Brewery. They're so cool. Uh, it's called Broken Vows. And we went and picked up one. What is this, a Belgian blonde? It's a Belgian blonde, 7.3% ABV, mm-hmm. easy drinking Belgian brew with a low hop bitterness, a light bodied ale with a low malt aroma that has a spiced and fruity character. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, I like. I liked it a lot. I didn't know. We went for one that we had in mind. I went to the brewery yesterday. We knew we definitely wanted to drink them out of these crowlers. Yeah. Uh, what this is, is a 32 ounce can that the brewery will pour your favorite beer in there and package that thing up and it's beautiful yep now recyclable you, too recyclable can yeah we love the environment uh but we got the broken valves she let me sample sample she sample. let me sample it yesterday <laughs> and i was really happy with how how good it was yeah like, oh, a good beer another good beer from them good movie and a good beer thank you crying eagle well i don't know about the movie but oh you'll love movie. this movie okay. Okay. whatever you say you're gonna love it what do you think of the first one all right well so you know, again, it's very rare on a Saturday night. Me and my wife sit down and watch a horror movie. I can't think of any time that's ever happened in our seven-year marriage or you know, ten-year relationship before that. So it was weird. First, hey, I thought off. your wife was only six. Shut up. <laughs> she, by the way, my wife doesn't listen to the. <laughs> my wife doesn't listen to the podcast because she doesn't love me. She'll never hear me say that. Um, <laughs> my wife doesn't listen either. She meant, she admitted it last night Did to my family. Mm-hmm. That a girl. At least she's we out in the open about it. my family and said something to my brother-in-law. I was like, oh, you have a podcast? <laughs> and then I heard Katie whispers like, I've only listened to one 
episode. <laughs> it's where I told her, I was like, I don't really want you to listen. Yeah. They don't need to. It's like my, my guy time. That's right. Bro don't time. Don't listen to this. <laughs> you are. I love you. <laughs> all right, Kevin, wait, Kevin Johnson, does your wife listen to my it? My wife does listen to oh. it. She's caught up on all our episodes. Crap, well, awesome. Good to know. So, Kevin, our wives have some work to do. Yep. They do. Oh, well. I just don't like her hearing the sound of my voice like that. You know, it's weird it when it. you hear the sound of your voice. I walked in yeah. one night after work, and she was listening to it while she was like cooking dinner. Oh. And so I was really, it was really weird. I walked in, and I heard my voice talking about the exorcist. It's like you caught her cheating on someone else, but it was you. Well, I couldn't even, like, I left the room. And she, I was like, do you have to listen to it right now? <laughs> she's like, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of in the middle of it. It's like, just very odd for me That's to, because that happens sometimes while she's cooking. I'll just sit sit there and talk, and, you know, there'll be a podcast going on in the background. Yeah. But it's you. But it's me. And I was like, I need this to turn it's like off. like you're competing with Especially yourself. when we first started, yeah, really? I was always embarrassed oh. listening to us on the, you know, not embarrassed, but so yeah, it's, it's always weird, weird hearing your yeah, voice. Sexy radio voice. It's true. Yeah. Oh, I haven't even turned it My on. My wife yet. loves it. <laughs> I haven't even turned on the voice. <laughs> well, I'm turned on. There we go. <laughs> I slid to the movie. Dude, I, watched, I, moved, I watched it last night. And, I, and again, I proved it to the, the boys this morning when I saw them uh, before we played. I have a giant list of notes where I outlined pretty much the whole thing. No, I'm not going to read through them all. Don't worry. Um, you took a lot of notes for watching did. the movie, too. I, I was did proud well. of you. That's, well, that's I very wanted, good. I didn't know because I've, I've got a feeling we'll talk about both of them, you know, the current, the, the second one, and then the original. So I wanted to have lots of notes so I could actually participate better. Um, so yeah, so the best thing that happened. I, by the way, I did use a sound bar. You'd be ah, proud of me. Hey. Yeah, I'm loud. So how did it sound? Well, the lights were on. So was, the lights were on. <laughs> yeah, the lights were on. For sure they were. So the lights were on. The sound bar was on. Um, and I was actually talking to Kevin about this this morning. I I've always known the that little main piano riff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't even sing it if I tried. But you know, everyone who's heard that piano riff knows they know that song. I say song, it's not a song. Or is it a song? Or just a, it's music. It's music. We'll call it music. They, they know that's the theme. The yeah, theme. The theme. Uh, I didn't. I don't know why I never knew that went with that movie though. There it is. Yeah. Nailed it. That's perfect pitch right there, people. That was perfect pitch You're and welcome. perfect vocals mm. from me, yeah. Kevin Lambert. <laughs> Kevin Lambert. Real so yeah. <laughs> so again, we were watching it, and I didn't know that was from the. I didn't know that was from this movie. No idea. Um, uh, so that was pretty cool just to begin with. But also, I felt like it was kind of a cheat because you kind of knew something was about to happen every time that would... Every time you heard the piano riff, I'd just be like, shit. Even though like I wouldn't <laughs> see anything. And I'd just be like, here we go. And my wife was like, really? Really? It's like, shut up. So well, well, I'm already starting to interrupt you with things for like it. that. That's okay. Go. I love these movies, both of them. But, yeah. uh, one of the fun things about the first Halloween that wasn't done a while back then was they always a lot of horror movies like Black Christmas Texas Chainsaw didn't have a lot of music in it really right. but those movies back then uh, the music was like a build up to like oh something bad's happening right you know something's coming and a lot of the times with in Halloween they did it to where like right when it happens that's when the music oh yeah literally there. the moment and he would pop a, up out of nowhere bump bump yeah bump that little uh, piano riff it's, I didn't like it I mean, I liked it, but I didn't talk like a lot it. about music in this one. I love I'm excited about that. Movies. Um, so yeah, so again, the, the little piano, and then there was another, another, another. I guess part of the song it would play, you know, just through. But like, it was just those main two pieces of of music for the entire movie, and it was it was kind of neat though, because um, you always knew something was going to happen. But but yeah, so I'm watching the movie. The only thing I want to take a minute to talk about is the intro. So the intro was shot from a first person view, which was yeah. weird but kind of neat. Um, 
And okay, kind of, I guess I kind of spoiled myself. I didn't realize it or I was a spoiler to myself. I didn't, I guess I've never seen the movie. Um, so I've always seen a picture just cause again, I tag horror stuff sometimes in some of my pod, I mean my, like my Instagram posts so every once in a while it pulls up pictures and it actually had, didn't realize Barefoot it, player. but <laughs> yeah. So I, I had seen the picture of uh, little Michael. I didn't realize he was, so I didn't know it was him who was the kid. I mean, I knew it was Michael obviously yeah. who was going to kill someone. Um, but I didn't know he was a little kid. So like the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, here it is. I'm like, we're right into it. You know, I knew the year was off because it tells you the year. And so I was like, oh, he's he's younger. I didn't realize he was like a six-year-old yeah. kid, though. That got me. That's awesome. It man. was. Like, I was, I just kept waiting. I was like, I was like, this is this is interesting. I was like, that's a weird camera angle. But I was like, whatever. It's just, you know, for theatrics. And then sure enough, after, I do want to say, most of the kills were pretty good in the movie. They weren't really that bad. But when he stabbed his sister, oh, yeah, it was little... kind of, it wasn't very well done. It was, <laughs> yeah. you just hear like, you just hear, no, Michael, no. And the, the knife just, eh, eh, eh. it was I'm like, I looked at my wife immediately and I was like, I was like, well, if that's the kind of kills we're getting in this movie, I was like, I think I'm going to be okay. Because <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> it was it's a half supposed to be POV, you know, so it's like yeah. he's looking at his sister when he stabs her and then he watches the knife go yep. up and down he, over yeah. and over again. He was big into that. Uh, he's a big watcher. That's exciting, though, because I'm pretty sure when Kevin and I watched it for the first time, I already, I mean, speaking for myself, I already knew that that was little Michael. Yeah, so yeah. Of all the stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, you saw it as how it was supposed to, you know, yeah, intended to be viewed back in 1978. Yeah, I knew he That's was awesome. a little kid. And so, so yeah, that was just, that was pretty neat. Yeah. And the titty count started out early, won't lie. Yeah. It did. There wasn't many naked. titties in this movie, though. Just just two. That's none by Jamie classy, Lee Curtis. No, <laughs> no by Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. Yeah. It's true. None by Jamie Lee Curtis. No, but his sister. I'm his right. sister's titties were in there. So <laughs> you hear that, Jessica. So, um, so yeah. Okay, sorry. I just want to talk about that because I thought it was really neat that he's just... And then when he's just... Of his parents, by the way. When the parents come up and they're just like, Michael! And they're just... They both just stare at him as he's holding this like two-foot butcher knife covered in blood. And he's just... Yeah standing there yeah. you know and, and until yeah. that little reveal when it's like you see him yeah it was all one long continuous shot okay it, so well, it cool. looked yeah. like that it, that they, that was really good the steady cam was still like it had just come rocky was the first time steady cam oh, yeah. was used like the guy who created it worked on rocky so all the movies were starting to use it and i remember watching the commentary and john carpenter was talking about how they had to have people in the house hiding behind couches and tables and stuff to direct all the people inside, you yeah. know, like, uh, as they walk up the stairs, that's somebody cool. has to turn the light on upstairs. So they have oh, yeah. all this stuff and it's that's timed true. perfectly. And I, I want to say they did it maybe two takes cause they couldn't wow. afford to do it for a long time. So I think they ran like a practice one and then they did it. And that's what's in the movie. That's It, it looked and smooth. It really cool. They did. It looked really smooth. Um, okay. So yeah, that's like, that's the one thing I just wanted to mention. Cause I thought it was really neat that he was, cause I, I've seen a picture of, of him. I, I didn't realize it was him, like a little boy holding the knife. Yeah. Never, never put two and two together. That was him. So that was really cool. Um, okay. So I guess the big takeaways I'll mention from the movie, um, before I do my scariest, like what scared me the most, um, I kind of go backwards. Um, so I thought it was neat how they put a lot of emphasis on the doctor, like his psychologist, psychiatrist. Did they ever say exactly what it was? Dr. Loomis? Yeah. He was like Michael's psychologist. Okay. That's, that's what I thought. He yeah. worked, okay. Um, psychiatrist. 
Yeah, he's, well, there's a difference, but he's one of those. Um, and scientist. so I, he's a scientist. So, so, um, but yeah, it was just, I thought it was kind of neat that they talked, you know, they kind of went from his perspective. I did think it was funny at one point when he was telling the sheriff, uh, Annie's dad, I don't know if he was a sheriff, but he was a police officer. Annie's um, dad? Yeah, he was, he's like the main sheriff. Was yeah. the main, okay, yeah. yeah. So I just thought it was funny. Main sheriff. Main sheriff. So I thought it was funny when he's telling him and the sheriff's finally like, cool. He's like, I, you know what? I'm going to let all my officers know. And I just thought it was funny. The doctor was like, no, don't do that. He's like, no. And I understand it's Halloween, you know. And so so that's why he can walk around with a mask on all day and no one notices him. Um, but I just thought it was funny. He's like, no, don't tell people. Don't be on the look. You and me, we'll handle this. Yeah. You know, sure, he might murder 40 people from the way he sounded like it was going to be a massacre. But he's like, don't tell anyone. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, so I did. That was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Leave me alone. It was funny. It was. Um, I just didn't laugh. Well, but I smiled. I have to try. I have to try right, and laugh at these Ryan. movies. We don't have Ryan here, so we, we, we need some jokes. <laughs> he would have known about this. Um, so yeah, so again, the movie takes place. I didn't realize also it was only 15 years later. I always thought he was older. Like I always thought uh, Michael Myers was like much older. I didn't realize he was like what was he 21 yeah like 21 22 years old so he's really young which makes sense because if the new one's 40 some odd years later yeah okay now is it is it i guess this doesn't ruin anything is it 40 from the end of the first movie yes yeah. okay okay so he's in his 60s 40 from the end of the first movie cool mm. so he's real old okay yeah cool um all right so so yeah so like i said i didn't realize he was kind of a young young guy who was going around doing these crazy things um but it becomes real clear he's just i don't want to word this he's i don't i don't know he's he, this is sort of like his passion i, I think i'll call it that like yeah. like stalking and killing people he just he loves it you could tell all, by the way he yeah, watched all the people. Halloween movies they've never really explained i mean they've explained why he's killing people why yeah. he's, why he's after laurie strode and you know it gets kind of ridiculous as do they the, explain as the in the new one because i have no idea i still I, no. I, that's the beautiful thing okay. about the new one is it's they you know they they pretend two through seven no, happens. exist. Okay. Well, and the Rob Zombie ones are in no. there too. Um, none of those counted. And this okay. is a direct sequel 40 years later. Okay. So, I mean, that's, it nails it. All right. I know we keep, no, I'll, that's I'll fine. save a lot of it for afterwards. Yeah, no, by all means, that's fine. Um, all right. Well, you know what? Let, I'll jump to the, the three scariest things that I saw. What scared you? Um, so we'll go in reverse order from least to scariest. Uh, number the, three. Number three, people. Number three was his undertaker, as I called it. So at the end of the movie, when she finally stabs him, which I thought was hilarious, she stabbed him in the eye oh, with yeah. the hanger. That oh, was, yeah. that was yeah. awesome. And then she straight up took his knife and stabbed him in the side, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just, I mean, I knew it was coming, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how he was going to do it. He's straight up Undertaker's. If you're not a wrestler fan, I'm sorry. Yeah, he just he just rises up and creepily turns his head. I was <laughs> like, oh god, oh, that was cool and scary. Oh, you think time. it's over, right? And then, and then it never he, was over, there. apparently. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, that was really neat. Uh, and then the other the thing, because this wasn't, I guess it wasn't that he was scary. Or wasn't that it was scary, but so the first time Jamie Lee Curtis goes over to the house, well, the only time she goes to the house to figure out what's going on with her friends, and she finds all the dead bodies, and then he's chasing her out of it. Like she runs to the neighbor's house. The neighbors ignore her, by yep. the way. Yep. I, I, I get it, it's Halloween, and they're like, oh, these kids play. No, she is begging for help. Like something is wrong. And the neighbor just, I love it too. The neighbor looks out the window, and then he's like, close the blinds, lights <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but, and I so. I don't want to be bothered by these pesky kids. Exactly. 
exactly, exactly. And so she runs across the to the, the street to her, like the house she was babysitting at. Yeah. And you get, cl- and finally it looked, because you never see Michael, never, for the longest time in my head, I'm like, oh, he's in front of her. I can't, that's what I was thinking. I was like, he's, you know, movie trick, he's in front of her, he's the bad guy. Nope, he's just taking a nice Sunday afternoon stroll. stroll after he's, her, yeah. No rush. He's just, nope. in his head, he's like, I'm going to murder you. Yeah. Like, that's how I picture in his mind, he was just like, it's another day for me. This is what I got. It, it just, that creeped me out, how calm right. he was, always. I mean, you could hear him breathing a lot. That was creepy. But like, he just was so calm. And I remember telling Jamie, uh, my wife, that during that scene when he was walking, I was just like, that is the worst thing about him as a movie villain, how relaxed he is at this. Unlike Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the last one, he was screaming like yeah, a little girl. Get yeah. Completely opposite. Nope. He is just silently walking and you just watch him. And then, and then Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee third is the little Jamie Lee. <laughs> 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 I, heard, I heard your tongue like stumble. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's half a beer. Who needs Ryan? Kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who needs Ryan? So, just so, kidding, Ryan. I need so you. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis picks a potted plant up and just. Oh no! Wonder, that's a really hard sentence to say. It was right. Jamie Lee Curtis picks a potted plant up. Thank you. It's Ooh, not easy. I didn't wow. really think about that one. Yeah, sorry. That's why I stumbled, everyone. So she picks a potted plant up and she <laughs> say something else don't say potted plant up she picks, picks up, a plant she picks up a shrubbery and there she chunks it at the side of the house it's like desperate for the little boy to co- what was the little tommy. boy's name tommy, tommy yep. to come in and let her in but i just so so yeah him stalking her all day and then for no i still don't know why i'm gonna wait and we'll talk about that maybe in the after, in the second half because i do not understand why he uh, i know he saw her when she went to put the key up and that is the only reason i can think he wanted to kill her that's yeah. all i got and so so okay so yes we got number three undertaker style when he set up two how calm he was and then literally the scariest part of the whole movie because it and i don't maybe i i don't it wasn't really a scary movie it was creepy and there were parts that like scared me but it was not a you know what i don't know but I, I guess it's a horror movie still but you guys know what i mean yeah yeah i mean it's back then i'm sure the reactions from the crowds were different than when we watch them now yeah. uh it's not it's how i I put horror movies in categories sometimes and with like the ones we've seen so far um like the conjuring like that style of movie terrified yeah. you right um rightly so scary movie right but a lot of it is like intense jump scares yeah correct and halloween is more of just like a here's what happened on one night that's what scares me the most about it when I was a kid when I saw it for the first time it felt like it was real oh very like, much so Something that could happen. Yeah, it felt like something that really could happen. Right. That's that's how it struck me when I saw it for the first time. I was right. probably eleven or twelve. Wow. Yeah, I think I was eleven. It was about yeah. the same age. That's that, that whole story I've told before about getting movies. Uh-huh. I bought those. I got Halloween one and two, and watched those back to back. And those are the only ones that really I couldn't turn the light off at night. Hmm. Like I watched Friday Thirteenth, Texas Chainsaw, Nightmare on Elm Street, and they all scared me in different ways and. They stuck with me, but Halloween, I remember every time I turned the light off, I saw a white face yeah. standing in the corner of my room Yep, and breathing, you know, that, oh, yeah, like that creepy little breathing he does. Which is funny you say that, because that was the scariest part in the movie for me, was when Jamie Lee Curtis was, right before she took off, before the second thing I talked about, like after she discovers her dead friend, and she kind of backs up into a corner, and there's that open door, and then literally out of, I didn't even see it like come into focus, just all of a sudden, there is half of his face illuminated, and I was like, oh! <gasps> Like that was, 
I mean, I guess I knew you know it's gonna happen, but I did, I don't know. It just that got it's me. That mask, man. It, it that was, mask is yeah. terrifying. It was terrifying. It's just like the. Well, we'll talk more about it on the on the next part. But I know for sure like that the scariest thing about that mask is it has no facial expression, no mm-hmm. all kinds of you know blank. So when he's attacking people and coming at you and chasing you or just standing in the corner, no that's what makes it because yeah. it's, it's a human standing there. Yeah, but. Because of the expression of that mat or the the lack of it, it just makes it like even scarier. Right. And I agree as with always, you. I mean, like my wife, I think I've mentioned it before, but she cannot look at Michael Myers, which is all my Halloween stuff is hidden in my house. Yeah. <laughs> and even before I came over here, I was I had the Blu-ray for this one sitting on the by the front door by my keys, and when I went to go to leave it was flipped over with my keys on top and i was like oh yeah i forgot <laughs> that's right she's scared she's terrified of it i don't blame her so, but yeah it's it's an awesome movie did you like it i mean I, would you ever watch it again <laughs> i don't think i've seen a movie yet i'm gonna watch again so so he uh, doesn't know but he did his no. homework yeah, yeah but did i did homework. my ho- i did what i was told to do well thank you caleb you're welcome i'm ready for the next one just because i have to be I wish I can kind of like see it as you're seeing it. Like just yeah. no other idea about another yeah. movie. It's no, just that's this true. one or this one. Like it's the sequel. But there is a lot of fun, fun stuff we'll be talking about that they did in this movie that I look forward to it. That you'll see because they do a lot of flash not flashbacks, but like homage to the first one. Yeah. And certain shots here and there and certain oh, okay. characters. And that's it's cool. It's great. I can't wait to watch it. We were watching it on uh the Blu ray that came out yeah. last weekend. Oh, wow, it was last weekend. Yep. Last weekend, already here. That's what we we all planned it out perfectly. Man, we're good. Uh, if you do want to watch it, this will be the time to pause, watch the movie, come back to it. Uh, there will be spoilers, and lots of them. Lots of them. So if you haven't seen the movie and you care about spoilers, see it before you uh, continue this. Yep. Y'all ready? Enjoy my screams. We'll be back. Yep, see you in a bit. I borrowed something from a friend at the Attorney General's office, Michael. Oh, it's the mask, isn't it? Did he just kill that kid? Socks! This is why I don't wear socks, people. <laughs> Mark it down. <laughs> I hate these movies. Oh! Old two-finger motherfucker now. Hold the knife with that, bitch. This is home alone to the extreme. That's what this is. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to give you, Snake. Welcome back to the Hard and Hops podcast. We just watched 2018's Halloween, and yeah, yeah. we have been just been sitting here talking about it for 20 minutes. And it should have, <laughs> should be uh, setting up the episode. That's right. Um, if you just watched the movie or if you've seen it before, uh, you'll be listening from the point of view of three people who loved it. Uh, well, if you're one of the few, I, oh, Caleb, I guess. I won't speak for it Caleb. It used to be three because of Ryan, but he's gone. So let's say two people who loved it. Yeah, two people loved it. I'll say three if Ryan was here because Ryan... Heard, Ryan loved it. Ryan loved it. Yeah, Kevin we Ryan, saw it in I the saw theater. It, yeah, opening night, we went and saw it, and all three of us spent about 30 minutes in the parking lot talking about and it. And they didn't even offer to invite me. <laughs> Don't oh, I didn't. I knew shit. better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't invite him. I knew better. No. I was like, I'll watch it first on myself, and then I'll invite Caleb. We wouldn't have enjoyed it if we'd brought Caleb. No, no. you wouldn't. <laughs> I remember Hereditary. You would not. I don't know why you Which I'll throw to. it out there right now. This movie in 2018, of like, you know, everybody has their best of list. Right. Horror movies in 2018. This one's right behind Hereditary for me. That's like Ooh. my favorites. I love Okay. Okay. Those two movies topped it for me. I got you. Um, there's a couple more in 2018 that we didn't get to, and we probably will one day. But sure. Let's talk about Halloween. Actually, before we talk about Halloween, because we're going to get 
to a long, long conversation about that. Yeah. The beer. Beer. The good old Broken Vows. Woo! Belgian Blonde. Belgian Blonde. Eagle, you've done it again. I'm feeling toasty. 7.2 for the win. 7.2. It always gets you. It's the percent, by the way. I do feel, so last night I drank one of their, uh, we talked about the Crowlers at the Crowlers. beginning of the episode. Wait, maybe we should tell people what Crowlers are. Tell them, Caleb. A lot of people don't know. So, okay, if you don't know what a growler is, a growler is sort of, you know, your way to kind of take a beer home with you. And it gets about, I don't know, what would you guys say? Maybe four beers? Yeah, about four beers out of a four. If, if five-ish. I'll ounce. say the sip I just took splashed me in the face. Can you well, see, I see it on it. my glasses? It's on your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you have the 64-ounce growler, yeah. you can so get about four, 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 exactly. four to five beers, depending on the glass. Yeah, and both, both me and Kevin Johnson have some awesome Colts. Yep. Growlers. Go Colts. I have an awesome Crying Eagle. Growler. Not as cool as the Colts. We love you, Crane Eagle. So, um, but we so love it, the Colts more. We do. So a Crowler, which we all learned about recently on our own, is basically like a, again, obviously as it sounds like a Growler, but it's a can. So it's a 32-ounce can that you fill with on, you know, the beer on tap that they have, and then they seal it on location, and it lasts about as long as a normal. Like, they even put the date on it. Mine says 126, which I think all of ours do, actually. Yep, we yes. all got them for 126. Mine has a lot less in it as I pick up Kevin Lambert's, so good job to me. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much it's, again, it's a, a smaller growler, but just in a can. It's really neat, actually. Big, you okay, buddy? Glasses? I'm so annoyed right now. You got a spot on there, don't you? Got a spot on the glasses. Try to clean it with a Snuggie. Mm, didn't work. It's weird. I got this, buddy. No, just right. leave. Let's no, talk. I'm going to work. Let's talk. I'm going to talk and work. I'm multitasking. Cool thing is recyclable. It is recyclable. Yeah. My wife would be happy. I'll one, throw it straight into the recycle. quart, 32 fluid ounces. Yeah. Of your favorite beer that they have on tap. I'm going to post a picture on my Facebook account and on my Instagram. So if you follow me, Caleb Monroe, if you don't follow me, um, although I won't lie, I post about my book a lot, so... It's selfish, but I don't By care. His what book? book? Good. <laughs> no, we're you not writing books. We're not doing that. Stop it. Yes, I write books. All right, Actually, well, I haven't gotten to tell you. I'm almost done with your third. Really? Book. You like it? I like it a lot. I'll oh, tell good. you. We'll talk about it more when I finish. Okay, I appreciate that. I like talking to you about your books. Cool. All but right. Caleb is a is a published author. Yeah, yeah. Check him out. Thanks. So, all right. So, I'm sorry I interrupted that entire but, thing. About your crying eagle thing on your social media. Yeah, so I'm going to post that on my uh, social media account uh, so you can get an idea of the Crowlers themselves and an awesome picture of Kevin Lambert in his beautiful plaid Snuggie. It's Thunder Snuggie. It is Thunder Snuggie, but uh, but Kevin Lambert's wearing it. It's chilly in Thunder's house tonight, which is good. I don't mind a little chill. I love it. Man. I don't like to sweat. wear this thing. And you look damn sexy. So soft. I know. I'd cuddle with you. I don't have glasses on. It's weird. So thank <laughs> you to Crying Eagle for the broken bowels. Amen. Crowlers. Caleb, what'd you think? All right, so... Man, it it had some really cool, uh, you know, like it harkened back to the original, a lot of really cool ways that I guess we can get into that later. Um, but it was very different at the same time. And I'm going to say the one thing that surprised me more than anything is Thunder walks off with Kevin Lambert's glasses. This is getting ridiculous. Nope, we're we don't getting have to go that much. I have spray at home. <laughs> I can wait till I get home. No, we can't. So I think the one thing that stuck out the most to me Compare again, comparing the original, which I watched last night, to uh, the sequel. Sorry, Ryan, you weren't here for that. Um, would probably be just how brutal Michael Myers was. So in in the first one, forty years of rage, man. Kept yeah, I, I guess forty years of evil, uh, evil. What, evil? Man, words are hard. <laughs> wow. Forty years of evil. So what? I meant to say rage was still in my mind. Yeah. Though. So Lu- uh, yes. Yeah, so, okay. So, so Doctor Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Uh, awesome. Tonight. Broken vows. So, so Doctor, they have. I, lo- I did love the this tape. Should be a hoot. It should be. I love the taping. The tape they played to Doctor uh, Loomis because yeah, that was a really nice touch. Yeah, because in the original he called him pure evil, and he again he was like, I want to make sure he's dead. And then he, but my favorite part in the little tape was he was like, you know, I want to make sure he's his body's not moving, and then I want to put him in a furnace and burn him. Burn that body. Yeah, yeah. he was like, he wants to because he just he calls him pure evil. Yeah. That's all he calls him. Um, and so, so I guess I just, I don't know. In the first one, like the big, ki- he kills three. Well, okay. You see three kills. I should say he kills a fourth person for sure. The guy gets the outfit from, um, but you know, the kills are in the movie was creepy again, the original, but he only killed like three people. He strangled one. He stabbed Bob. If you've never seen the yep, original Bob yeah. and he just kind of the way he looks at his body. That was, that got me. I guess I'll talk about that later. But, uh, and then he, uh, he strangled, oh, I don't remember her name the blonde chick that Bob was banging. Uh, Glinda? That doesn't sound Linda. right. Linda. 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 I was close. Who was the teacher in this one? She Did was you know the that? teacher? Do you know that, Kev? I'm taking a second. My glasses are so clean. Thank you, Thunder. Yeah, Thunder wow. You did good, buddy. I'm he proud found of you. a wipe somewhere. Wow. That's a awesome. good wipe. The teacher see. was Glinda. Yes. Linda. 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 Excuse Linda. me. Glinda. Yeah. <laughs> PJ Coles. That's so cool. Really? Yeah. They never I mean, showed her on yeah, camera. Yeah, they don't show her at all. I was getting... Okay. So at a certain point, we're going to talk about all the things that compare... Like the differences between... The old one? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just... So, okay. So like I was saying, the, the kills were pretty... I mean, they weren't bad to watch the original... But in this one, oh my gosh! Like it is an old back from yeah. the first kill, I was on edge because you you got this. It, it the, I I can't remember if it was the first kill, the first I think the first kill you see. No, no, that's not true. I'm sorry. The first kill you see is Michael Myers. I even wrote it in my notes. I like so he kills a kid. Yep. We'll skirt around the issue. He straight up strangles a kid and then breaks his neck. Bangs his head into the window yeah. like three oh times. My I guess he technically gosh. would have killed the kid's dad and the cop. But you don't see it. Ditch, so, but you don't see it. But but yeah, yeah, the, so the first death you see of him is killing a kid. I, and and yeah, I honestly, little, I wrote in my note. I didn't write in my notes, but in my head, I was like, oh, the kid's safe. No! Yeah. He freaking... Oh, yeah. He just murdered the kid. I I was, when we saw in theaters, was that was, like, when that happened, I remember thinking in my head, I was like, that is... It wasn't up. just like... It wasn't very... It wasn't a gruesome thing. Like, it wasn't gruesome at all. You like see all this blood and stuff like nope. that, but it was just enough to where you're like, you're like, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's yeah. disturbing. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's disturbing. what I was gonna watching say. a kid murdered. Is so like I, I nothing, th- nothing no one wants to see. Yeah, I wrote this at the top of my notes. Um, because again, throughout the, if you haven't seen the movie, by the way, full spoilers here. He kills yeah. so many Loaded. people. Mm-hmm. He literally at one point is just walking from house to house. Well, he's kind of, he gets one of them, he gets his weapon, and then he just walks into some random lady's house and stabs her through the neck. The, um, the body count in this one was 19. 19. Ooh, mm-hmm. I think it was, what, four in the last five. one? It was five? Because yeah. remember, Laurie, Laurie Strode says, like, he killed five people on Halloween. Okay. Oh, that's, you're right. You're right. I don't remember all five. Five? I don't remember all five. Let's Ooh, count. There's let's Annie. Count Who? Oh, Annie. Weird, ugly panties. Ugly panties. That's what my wife said, actually. My yeah. wife, my, so see, the scene when she's stuck in the window, which I was sure she was going to die in the original one, yeah. Annie, and my wife's like, man, that's a terrible <laughs> pair of underwear to have on when you get killed. <laughs> so, it was, it was love 70s, you, man. It was 70, flowery panties. So there was Annie, yeah. Bob, the Linda. Body, the body count was yeah. six. It was well, six? Well, six? Okay. No, you're right. Five. Who was I still six? don't know who they, Judith? Yeah. Oh. Wait, which yeah, one's yeah. Judith? Judith? The sister. The sister. Oh, I didn't count her. I didn't count her. The truck driver. Yeah, the truck driver that he got the uniform from. Linda. Bob and Annie. Yeah, yeah, okay. And if you want to count 
the dog at six. Oh, I do. I uh, want to count the dog. Uh, Hell the dog, yes, yeah. I do. The body count is six. That was the worst kill of the I movie. Agree. When he yeah. picked that dog up and strangled mm-hmm. him, I cried almost. <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, my wife was watching. She was like, that was the hardest thing for you, wasn't it? I was like, it was. Killed that German Shepherd, yeah, he didn't man. deserve to die. So you go from six to 19. Uh, and, and the murders, like I said, that was that is the one thing that stuck out to me the most about this movie. Oh my gosh. He just went to town on people. And like I said, I wrote this at the top of my notes. I said, why didn't he kill like this last time? That kind of bothers me. Like in the original, he was very patient waiting for Lori and her, I guess, really just Lori, but it turns out her friends were there. But in this one, no. And, and I guess maybe he was just trying to get to Lori. I don't know. But he I was think, not... I the, think it makes a... Oh. Yeah. Like we can, we'll, we'll delve further later. Okay. But yeah, I think it's a mix of... He's looking for Lori. And right. And it's the 40 years. 40 years. That, that and, makes sense, dude. hospital, you, like... Boy, that place is I mean, crazy. who knows what he thinks of, but... I don't know. Yeah, in those 40 yeah, years. So, but, but it is, like... I think it's just, I mean, it's a thing of, you know, uh, modern day effects and everything. Right. But it is like, instead of just a dead body on the ground with some blood on their back, it's like the guy's jaws hanging oh, yeah, halfway when he, off of his he face. bashed the gas station's <laughs> clerk mouth in and yeah. his jaw was dislocated yeah. sideways. He dropped oh, yeah, the teeth. The teeth. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The, but the, that, was, that was the thing that stuck would be the most out of the movie was how much, or how, how much more vicious he was yeah. from beginning to end because... And maybe it was just he was a man on a mission. Mm-hmm. His job was, I mean, he killed a he killed a garage guy the first time to get his outfit, so why not kill a second one to get his outfit? Yeah. And then the reporters, because they had his mask. Yeah, he knew he had to get his mask he back. He had to get his yeah. mask back. That was a part of him. And, man, he just... I, I, I still don't understand why he killed... There's a lot of kills at 19, obviously. I get some of the kills because he wanted his weapon back. You know, he wanted the knife and stuff. But I don't get why he killed that second lady he killed. Like, he just walked into her house, just stabbed her in the throat. Yeah. I just, uh, you just kill I him for fun. Just, yeah, he's just looking around. He's he's getting his fill. He never spoke years. still. Oh, yeah. He's never, never spoke. spoke. I mean, it is... I want you to continue. I want you to finish the, the movie wrap-up. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, there's okay. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot. To, okay, so I'm just going to give a... Again, I haven't really given the full wrap-up, so let me give, just kind of give a, a quick rundown. So it, it starts out very similar to the original where it builds up to Michael breaking out. Um, they don't. Oh, by the way, they don't ever say it, but do you guys agree with me that it was the doctor who helped him break out? Like, I don't, the, the, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I don't well, think the doctor, like wanted him to kill people. I Okay, here's my here's my. I think the doctor theory. was fascinated with this guy. True. And that's, that's and how... I do think the doctor wanted to see Michael In his loose. natural habitat. Yeah, yeah kind of in, the, in his yeah. natural habitat but as a killer. But as but I see your point is because he's the only one alive on the bus. Well, more than like, that, you know, when well, he's not kid, the only one alive. There are well, the craziest patients, all around. patients walking, walking around. all around. But he's the only... Well, he's the only like, sane person right. that's still... Okay, but so if you remember, the bus had a full-on locked cage and the doctor was yeah. the only one next to the bus driver. I honestly think he's the one... Because the bus the bus just went off the road. It, it looks like someone just pulled it off to the side. There was no... Like, there were no skid marks or anything. Yeah. He just... I, I think the doctor killed the driver. Let him I mean, out I, on purpose. I can see it because honestly, the only, the only like I don't, I don't want to use the word problem because it sounds like I, I just well, like the I movie. understand what you mean. But like the only when I saw it, I saw it three times. Like it, while I was in theaters, I remember the second time I watched it was after Kevin and Ryan. I saw it. I went and saw it like on a Monday by myself mm-hmm. when I got off work, and I, I was me and one of the guy were in the theater. It's just the two of us. <laughs> nice. And uh, this was a, I was the second time was the whole critical 
I'm yeah. just like, I want to watch all the stuff and be that guy. And yeah. uh, that was the only thing I didn't like a whole lot was the, just the doctor's storyline altogether. It is pretty like bleh. I get it. it's it's kind of used as a way to move the plot forward. It was and how to get Michael to Lori and all that stuff. But yeah, they don't really put into because there's a lot of movies when there's a a villain and then a little like side villain side villain that helps yeah. the main villain out. There's always some clues and stuff like that. This one you don't really have any clues until he kills the. Uh, oh yeah, the other remember the Haskins? Titans was it Hawkins? Hawkins, Hawkins yeah, I was close. And, and I call see, him Coach Boone. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> Den, that's Denzel. And see, uh, I don't mind. I don't Going mind the it. Doctor storyline. Um, <laughs> what I got from it was he, Michael was the only patient that he's ever really yeah worked on, and he became so entrenched in the madness that is Michael Myers that he wanted to know what it felt like for Michael to be the way he was, well, he which says, is the way that, which is why he put on the he mask. Put the, yeah, I was about to say, when he put the mask on, he says something to the effect of that's what it feels like. I yeah. remember, yeah. So, I mean, I, he even transferred. I remember he said he studied under Dr. Loomis and he transferred so he could study Michael. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that was, he was the reason, like I really think, because he made a big point of he was like, I got to see this through, you know, got to see my patient all the right. way out. So I, I fully believe he's the one who let Michael out knowing yeah. What was going to happen? And can we talk about the poor dancer boy again? Can we bring him up? All poor he little wa- guy. All, all he wanted he, to do was dance. He just wanted to dance. And his poor, like, 90-year-old dad just wanted him to be a <laughs> yeah, straight, masculine man who shot things in the woods. Like, he was like, you don't want to go hunt. He's like, Dad, you know, my heart's just in dancing right now. Let the boy dance. Hey, and you know what? <laughs> We're all talking about, like, dance. Like, it's probably because he's like, let's let's just be real. When the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's Closeted Gay Boy. Probably. But you know what? I was watching it again. Just when we were watching, I was Not like, oh, he could be like a hip-hop dancer. Yeah. He's, stomp- he's stomping the yard. He might be. He'd rather be stomping the yard than <laughs> hunting with Dad. Channing Tatum <laughs> proved it's cool, man. It's not yeah. Billy Elliot. He's Channing Tatum. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all of a sudden, I had this different yes. view of the kid. I was like, oh, he's just like he a, just a good dance. old... I mean, there's nothing wrong with... If Dancers? he's a closeted gay boy, either he should come out and you know live dance? his life. How's he want and dance? Yeah. Dance, dance, <laughs> and just dance, just dance. Damn it! I don't. I have no problem with that. But, but no, I was that ruined. That's me. what popped up. when he got killed. I was worried about. I like. I was when upset. He, his death was very sad because yeah. I was just like he's just. And then his dad. Oh man, his dad got messed. His neck like a chicken bone. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see that one. <laughs> we didn't see it. That thing it was, was cracked. But that's when again when when the kid died. Obviously, when the kid died, the wrong kid died. So when the kid died, and <laughs> so if, Ryan, if Ryan was here, he would have killed him. Ryan would have thrown that in there. You're he right. Um, so, sorry. Wrong um, kid died. That's uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Great movie. <laughs> no one's seen what it. are we doing the podcast on that? Check that I'm one down. out. So anyway, that, one, sorry. that one's whoever wins the bet. Remember the son of the mask? Oh, yeah. Oh, the bed. Whoever wins, he gets oh, to watch bed. Dewey Cox. <laughs> so, we'll talk about the bet at the end of the podcast. Yeah. So the kid died. His dad had his neck wrung in the worst way possible. Um, and that kind of gets you to really where the movie takes off. So you also, I'm sorry, you'd also find out that Lori, Jamie Lee Curtis, has gone full on. Like Doomsday prepper. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to call her crazy because she's justified in all of her choices she badass. makes. But yeah, she turns into a badass and she literally preps yeah. and preps. And I even made the comment, and Thunder actually called called me out on that because I mean I was right. But like at one point, like early on in the movie, like when they're watching her and you see her shooting things, and I was like, this is going to turn into a movie of her stalking Jason. I, I called Jason. Sorry, wrong movie. Wrong. Sorry, movie. sorry. I don't watch Michael. horror movies, Michael. And uh, it's true, it kind of does turn into that. But 
It, it's it was like cool. she was waiting for him to get loose because she knew that he would eventually. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to mention this and because this kind of moved the movie forward too. Um, because basically what happens after that is you get an idea of what kind of family life her daughter and her granddaughter have you know there's this town it's, it's almost like a town legend that that her grandmother has become lori that is jamie lee curtis it, uh, it real quick it is surprising she never left haddonfield but i again okay right yeah there is that whole if you look looking deep into the story yeah. like that yeah it's like why wouldn't she have left but i have an answer for that What's your answer? Okay, because so, I want to build to that. So that's what I was getting to. Cool. So sorry. So kind of move the story along. So you find the daughter, the granddaughter, and the daughter. The granddaughter wants to be a part of the grandmother's life. Like they want to be together. You can tell. Um, but the daughter obviously has kind of scarred by what the mom put her through prepping for michael to come back good thing she did though um and so a lot of things happen but then you get to one of the first scenes that i'll mention that that is kind of play on the original so in the original uh, Lori goes to school she's a smart girl she's in english class and she, at one point she kind of looks out the window and there's michael myers just looking at her and I still don't know why he liked her so much, but that's not the point. Maybe you'll tell me later. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's the same thing. She's in English class and she looks out the window, the granddaughter that is, uh, and she sees Lori just staring at her. And so I was, oh, that was cool, by the way. I was like, oh, I was like, I like what they did there. But the point I'm trying to get to is the, I don't remember if it was a poem or not. I don't know if it was a poem or a story or whatever, but she's talking about like fate. Yeah. And so they read more of it in the original one. The one that you said, Linda, right? Linda played the teacher. Yep. Yeah. From the original. And so, yeah, so they talk about how fate and basically how it's just destined to happen. And so I feel like, I feel like Lori, Jamie Lee Curtis really bought into that, you know, like she knew it was, it was her fate to take Michael down. And so I feel like that's why she stayed in, what was it? Hattie, Hattiesburg? No, that's not right. That's Hattie, a real Hattiesburg, place. That's a real place. <laughs> Haddonfield. Haddonfield. Haddonfield's a real place too. Is it? Haddonfield, yeah. Illinois. Oh, I, well, that's cool. But I feel like that was why she stayed because she knew he's coming back for me. It is my destiny to either be killed by him or kill him. And that's why yeah. she stayed. And that's why we'll get to the end later. That's why she did all she did because she had no choice. It was her. I feel like she really, honest to God, felt it was her job to take care of him or to be killed by him. Those were her only two options in life. Yeah. So I can see that. I mean, we go through something. Obviously, none of us have gone through anything as no. traumatic as that. But I stubbed my toe one time. <laughs> Stub your little toe? At night. It was he's horrible. Still, little toe or big toe? Still crying over it. The big toe. Oh, that's Ooh, the big one. Oh, I thought I broke it. I really did. No, I, I mean, the little one's worse. Ooh, I, oh, really? stu- I stubbed my little one one time the toe, and the nail was gone. Oh! I don't even know what. I, was, I just kicked to the, ba- the bathroom door. It? You didn't look never for found it? it. I looked. After I, after I like held my foot for a long time. Did you cry? Be cats honest. found that. No cry. Oh. Yeah, my cats ate it. Cats probably. ate it. They cats ate everything. Ate it. That's gross. Yeah, I hit my toe, grabbed my foot, hollered for a few seconds. Who and does it? Just like, you know, did that whole like Peter Griffin like, <laughs> ah, ah, for a while. And then I looked down. I'm like, all right, it's not so bad. And I looked. I'm like, it's the pinky toe. That toenail is only like, you know, a centimeter long. It is. No matter how big your feet are, it's true. It's They're always tiny. the smallest one. It is. It was gone. I was like, "Oh my god, that thing popped off!" <laughs> like, where the fuck did my well, toe go? <laughs> That's kind of what Kate was like. You want a bandaid? I'm like, "No, there's nothing there. There's no bandaid to cover anything up. <laughs> there's nothing to save." Your skin. It. I was like, "I'm not oh. wearing socks for a few days. I didn't even wear a shoe. I'm gonna wear my chacos." That's Roger <laughs> Thunder slapping smart. We got thunder. I'm trying to pretend yes. like I'm Ryan and just <laughs> say the dumbest thing in my we mind. We miss you, Ryan. We miss you, Ryan. I miss Ryan. But you weren't here for the sequel. Sorry. Damn it, Ryan. Ryan, his sequel podcast. And Damn. he loved this movie. He did. He did. He did. So 
You want me to pick back up with the movie? Yep. Or? Yeah, keep on okay. talking about so, that movie. So at this point, we got to, like I said, one of my first favorite parts. And again, this is, I can appreciate it only because I watched the first one. I can honestly, I will, I will say this. I hate horror movies, and I still do, but I am really glad I watched the first one only so that I can see all the similarities. Because like every once in a while, I would say something, and both, both Kevins would be like, good catch. And that I, was like, I will I say it. I am a little bit jealous Oh, the way he got to watch that's him? The way he yeah, got to watch no, That's what okay. I was saying before we started. Because like, yeah, we have been through so many sequels. I know. Sequels. So many me. sequels and reboots. So many and sequels and reboots. Whoop. Yeah. But it is, like, yeah, I wish I could see it from that point of view. Because yeah. a lot of the things that happen in the movie, it's like, oh, I'm so glad they did it that way. Because hmm. it just makes Michael seem more like a, a crazy serial killer so, than a, sh- uh, I mean, they call him the shape in this movie, which I do like. Yeah, I like how shape, they carry the shape. The, the shape. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time, so there Rory were so many movies, that. by the time it got to the point where they couldn't keep explaining how he comes back from the dead. Right. Because, um, I mean, they would, like, the fourth one, they threw, like, rocket launchers at him down in a mine shaft yeah. and blew the mine <laughs> shaft up. And the fifth one starts with him, like, somehow his body rolled out of the shaft into a river and floated down for <laughs> miles and some That's old stupid. fisherman found him and brought him back to life. <laughs> <sighs> ridiculous movies. That's I stupid. love them. They're some of my favorite. It's my favorite franchise. Yeah. For sure. After Fast and the I Furious. Just, I, okay. <laughs> All eight I'm of them. I'm just kidding. I can get into my franchise list. Uh, no. another, another episode. Another episode. Or okay, wait, the franchises. But uh, yes. But Halloween you, and Fast and Furious are in there. So can y'all answer this then? Because this doesn't really spoil anything. I mean, no, who cares? We spoiled everything. But like, they, they never really clarify how they caught him. I mean, again, the original no. one ends with him which we'll get to the heart back to that, but the original one ends with him on the ground and then he's gone. And then all of a sudden he apparently gets arrested at some point, but they never yeah, say they never, how no, they've or never, when. Never they're just how. assuming that they caught him. Yeah. It's just like they caught him yep. that night. So he could have killed other like, people. He didn't get away. Yeah. He, they, he could have killed, killed others. And he, they did, also, he didn't get away that night. That's they what they're saying. They still also don't explain in the reporters, by the way, I kind of skipped over that. Sorry. Really the premise of the movie, at least the first 30 minutes is there's these podcasters. Go figure. <laughs> um they call themselves podcasters they're investigative reporters um who who are trying to figure out why he you know how he ticks and i was hoping through them i, hope, I was hoping they were going to survive long enough they didn't um uh, to find out why it is he like what was his fascination with her because in the original one he literally there's no connection as far as i know she walks up the parents are her. I guess her dad is a realtor. I don't think they ever. Yeah, they say her dad's yeah, a realtor. Yeah. And she literally puts a key somewhere so someone can look mm-hmm. at the house. He sees her. The Myers house. Yeah, the Myers house, the old one, the one he killed his sister in. And that, like, that is the only time, as far as I understand, they ever see each other. And all of a sudden, it turns into this fascination so, of I've got to kill her. And now I understand forty years later because she got away. That makes sense. So do we gonna do we want to go down the rabbit hole of all the other sequels? After you want to wait, I want you to finish because I, uh, I think that explains, yeah, the uh, way they went. Our, the first our basic one. format is Caleb gives us a play by play by the movie, and then we always interrupt him as he's talking. I know I'm doing my best to hold my tongue while okay. he talks about this movie, but he asked a question. I asked but he a asked question. a question, I know. Answer it, damn it. I so, want to know. Okay. So let's go the, down the hole. Do it, we might in, as well. In the mm, other sequels, the, the other sequels, which they are. Doing away with right, yeah. They don't. Those, the so those don't count filmmakers. anymore, correct? That's according to the filmmakers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Lori is actually Michael's baby sister. Really, he gets adopted by the Strode family after the mm. the horror. Right? Yeah. After after Judas' death. Yeah. After yeah. Judas' death. 
They they adopt. That's Lori. why. Did you catch when Allison, the granddaughter, was like when they were talking, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Wasn't it? His, wasn't it her sister?" Yeah, yeah. She's like, that. "Oh no, that was just a myth. Was a myth. Mm-hmm. That was that." Because uh, yeah. I just wrote that well, off. Did you see? You didn't like, watch no. the Rob Zombie one, right? Mm-mm. Really? No. Did, did you just ask me if I watched the Rob <laughs> Zombie one? You How drunk have. are you? Not there yet. Clearly. I won't say I'm sober, but I've been worse on the podcast. If Rob Zombie could rob a zombie. There you go. The signal for that. It's getting, it's getting there. I will be drunk very soon. No, I didn't watch it's the damn close. movie. Well, and the Rob Zombie. Oh, I don't even need to. I'm not going to jump in the no, Rob don't Zombie jump in movies. The Rob Zombie I didn't know Rob Zombie made one. Look, Jamie Lee Curtis picked up a potted plant. That's right, she did. Uh, no, wait, wait, what was it? Jamie Lee Curtis picked a potted plant up. <laughs> That's right. Potted plant up. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't remember, but every time you tell me, it makes you guys, me laugh. So you guys hard. laughed at me for struggling, but that's a hard sentence. <laughs> it is. I have to pee. <laughs> so that's where... Go, buddy. We'll be here when you get back. So that was the original with the sequels. So, they were saying that she was his baby sister, but... That makes no sense. I agree. Because when you see the mom... I mean, I, no, that doesn't make any sense So in me. this... In this iteration, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. You're right; it doesn't make any sense. In this iteration, I really think that Lori was just in the right place at the wrong time. There you go. That's a good way to put it. And his obsession of her, yeah, lasted forty years because she's the one who got away. Got away. I mean, she kind of looked. I mean, his sister. Was a blonde I don't girl. Think it had anything to do with his you sister? Think, I okay. really don't. I thought maybe there was a connection. I mean, there. look, there are probably a hundred theories oh, out sure. on the internet of more than a hundred of them connecting somehow. And you know, props to whoever came up with them. Yeah, I, yeah, that, so that still bothers me. I'm not gonna lie. Just as a moviegoer, as someone, and I'm all for cliffhangers. I'm all for mm-hmm. twists. I'm all for leaving the the audience. Like I don't want to word that. Like like leaving it up to the audience's imagination. I'm all for that, but I just feel like if this is 40 years later, uh, more than she's the one who got away. Like I don't know. And I guess you're right. See, it was just I, I like the fact that if you look at this as a direct sequel, mm-hmm. 40 years later, I like the fact that he's been obsessing over her for 40 years. I'm okay with that. Yes, and that makes him more brutal. Yes, that makes him enraged. Very As Kevin old. said earlier, oh, he was very enraged. Um, the guy's teeth Ooh. that makes him want her that much more. Oh, that's all he cared about because you knew once he got into Haddonfield that she was the one he was looking for. Oh, by even a long though shot. even though he killed other people, you knew that he was looking for Laurie Strode. Well, okay, so and I think so. I, I just kind of pick back where the movie. So just to kind of connect the dots here. So for the movie, as we're picking up the flight back. <laughs> Sorry, Darren giving us the stare down. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> and so, um, probably, okay, so this is when I knew the movie was really, because the movie's kind of plain and simple. It's it, And I even made the comment, I was like, this movie's sad, guys. <laughs> this is sad, because like, it's really just, you watch Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Lori, and you just kind of realize, man, she's had a hard life. And I was like, this is sad. And then it goes to the gas station scene. Maybe I'm in the wrong order, but nope, anyways. Right. Oh, good, yeah. So it goes to the gas station scene with the reporters I mentioned, who have Michael's mask. Um, I don't think they were reporters. They weren't reporters. They were, Investigator they were reporters. amateur, just like us, amateur podcasters. That's right. They amateur were, podcasters. They were trying to make a name for themselves. Hopefully we don't themselves. die tonight. We, we had $3,000 in cash to give away. Boy, did uh, they. I wish I did. Man, yeah. we need some sponsors. Boy. 
So at the gas station, what we find out is, is that, That's gonna be great. that, again, this is where things really kicked up. Like I said, I felt bad for Jamie Lee Curtis's character. But at the gas station, you realize how fucked up Michael is. And so he he really is so enthralled with her character. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw the best picture I've seen all day. And so he's so enthralled with, with Lori that I honestly feel like he had no choice but to find the mask and the same outfit. Can we talk about that? He personally went to a garage outfit, because they knew oh, yeah. he had those, the those same no outfit. Those are all the same. Yeah. Without a doubt. Apparently, you either, either got, yeah. you either got a dark navy blue, a Light uh, blue. khaki brown. I think that's it. I've never seen the other <laughs> two. It. Mike and the mechanics. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, Thunder. That's how they do it. Yeah, so I feel like not only has he been thinking about killing her for 40 years, um, but I mean, like, he, it was to the point where, because if you, again, the very beginning of the movie, the reporter's like, it's a part of you. The mask is a part of you. And it is. You can see the way he looks at the mask. Like, and I don't think it's just the mask. I think it's just that night has become him. Like, yeah. the outfit, the wardrobe, her, like that just became his entire being and his whole reason for living. Um, and the fact that the doctor let him go just blows my mind. So, okay. So at this point, Michael his again, I know I'm in trouble because of the brutality and the murders, the teeth everywhere. He straight up banged the report, the male reporter's head into the wall, like 19 times. That was rough to watch. I know what you're going to say is, I was like, what are you saying? He banged the reporter. <laughs> <laughs> like, what movie were you watching? What a perv. And so the reporter's head, he banged the yeah. reporter's head into the bathroom wall. I don't listen to what you say. I know. That's the first mistake on your part. <laughs> so, so, so far. Yeah. So, and then he just, I mean, literally the rest of the movie, or I say the rest, the next part of the movie is pretty much you just walk him, watching Michael walk around and just murder people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like and on, on his way murdering. to Lori. Yeah. So the first thing he has to do is he has to get his weapon. He gets the weapon, yeah. Because that's what he wants more than anything, in my opinion. He wants the exact same scenario. Exact same. Same outfit, same mask, same weapon. He needs the knife. And he even... Well, sorry, let me get there. Sorry. So he gets the knife. So he brutally murders this one lady with a hammer so that he can get her knife. And then... Oh, I remember telling the guys, I was like, if she, if he murders this baby, I'm out. Because there was a little baby crying. And he, he murdered the mom. And then just left... At least he yep. left the baby. That was the only good thing he did in the movie. And then he walks outside, and then he like walks next door. And I was there supposed to be something more to the the uh, the sexy nurse like looking at him, other than it was just kind of weird. I think that was the kid's parents. You think? I think that was the kid's parents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that would make sense. I mean, I don't know that for sure, I've seen but that I think four that was times. The kid's parents. And yeah, that would make so. That would make. I just sense. assumed it was like set up as someone, someone. You know, he's walking around. Yeah, just while he kind of fits everybody. The he, he fits, I, I he really fits right in because Halloween. Yeah, it makes more sense. Because I was in my head, I just always saw it as they just happen to. It's one of those things where everyone that's passing him by is not giving him a second thought. But this one lady kind of looks at him and and she doesn't say anything. Yeah. She acts normal, but in her head, she's like, "Man, that guy was scary yeah. looking." Well, and you, I also wonder how many times Halloween. You know, yeah, and have, like, I also wonder how many times have because again, it's an urban legend at this point in that town. How many times have kids dressed up like that? I'm sure that's been an issue in, in that yeah, town. You never know. Oh, man, hey, your, well, your Snuggie's ripped. I just noticed that in the where? arm area. You'll see it, buddy. Look at that. There's a hole. Oh, thunder. Oh, buddy. I didn't do this. <laughs> this is Thunder Snuggie. I didn't rip it. 
I'm sorry, that caught my attention. It should not have. I'm that sorry. That makes me sad. It does. Back I on won't point. play with the hole. Sorry, back on point. So so he then walks in, and this was the one no, kill. No, I can't wear it. I'm sorry. More Caleb is torn. <laughs> so this next kill that, is the one that made no sense earlier. to me. Do you guys know if there's any connection for the next kill? Like, he literally, there's this, other than the creepy reflection of his face in the mirror, like, he just, there's this w- girl talking on the cell, on the, on a telephone to someone. I say girl, she's a mom, she's a woman, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And he just walks around and then walks in and just stabs her in the throat. Yeah. Like, there was no I, reason. I, I, don't, I don't believe there was any reason for any of his kills until he went to Lori. Lori. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, the first one was to get his weapon, I felt like, but then, yeah, that one made no sense to yeah. me. I want you to finish the whole movie review before we talk. Two, two more okay. on the production stuff, but that was a cool thing. Uh, I couldn't find much like behind the scenes on this movie, mm-hmm. uh, but the Blu-ray had a like six-minute little documentary about just the making of it, and it had some behind-the-scenes things. That was one of the things they had, and it was awesome seeing David Gordon Green. He was talking about, he said, he wants the camera set up a certain way to where you can see the mask and the reflection. You can. And then he said, it's just one of those like fun movie-making things. Like He's like, her back's going to be to the camera on the phone, and she does not turn around until the shadow in the background is gone. Gone, yeah. And that yeah, was so, you know, it's like that's what's always funny with movies. It's like he's actually back there walking. They have a light set up. Oh, you walks, know he's there. The shadow disappears. She turns around and walks towards the camera, and then he's behind her. It's yeah. like that's a simple little horror movie effect that's been done hundreds of times. But if you do it in the right, well, but it was very real life setting with the right tone. Yeah, it's like it's, like I mean that was you, that's believable. You could literally someone could be looking at like right now. Okay, so I'm gonna describe Thunder's room for you where we record. So in in this part we're of Thunder's house, scare us the first there's time there's two big here. windows like that take up an entire wall to the you know to my right. Like literally, there could be someone out there staring at us right now, and unless we happen to look over at the right time, we'd have no idea. It's so real life. Yeah. That's what's scary about that God, part. It is. So okay, I'm sorry. All right. So he, and now the, basically, he walks around Haddonfield on Halloween night, killing yeah, he everyone does until he gets just to people. But okay, and that is now I do kind of wonder because if in the original one, Loomis, that's what Doctor Loomis warned yep. about. He was like, he could just walk around and kill people. Like no and that's what he was doing. No There's no reason to it yeah. except to get to Lori. Um, although I don't. Again, I don't. He clearly didn't. I say he didn't know. Maybe the doctor told him. Like he, I, I do wonder if that maybe the doctor, the what was the new doctor's name? Sartain. Yeah, Sartain. I'm just gonna yeah. call him the new doctor. So the new doctor, not call him Sartania if you want. Sartania or Santana. Santana. That's I don't know what you're talking about if you say Santana. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So. Smooth. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Good song. It's a good song, actually. It is. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. That was terrible. <laughs> so. no, I was letting you go. I liked hearing that. <laughs> I was close. So, um, so Rob Thomas likes to eat a mic. He, oh boy, does he? I put Rob. the whole thing in his mouth. <laughs> That's not funny. Continue, Caleb. <laughs> Come on. Don't kill the air. All right. So he continues to murder people. Um, and he actually takes... There's a little lull. Unless Kevin Johnson's theory is right and the next door neighbor is where Hot Blonde Girl is at. Um, I say Hot Blonde Girl because I don't remember her name. She's on Runaways. Her name is Vicky. Vicky. Yeah. Vicky. In the movie or is that a real in the name? movie. Okay, Vicky. The other friend who you... See, so in the... in the, uh, Sorry. Backtrack. Real name Virginia Gardner. That's pretty close then. So Vicky, Virginia Gardner, who is um, with... Again, at the beginning of the movie, you see the granddaughter, whose name is... Anyone? Allison. Allison is hanging out with Vicky and Dave. And um, you kind of get a feel for them. And that's where here's some th- some plot details. Um, so Vicky's babysitting, which is funny because the entire original movie hinges around three girls or two girls that are babysitting. So Dave that was, was kind of cool. Huh? That kid, Dave, he was he in was? the X-Files. Yeah. Who was he in X-Files? He was Mulder and Scully's kid. 
Really? Oh yeah. No. Oh, in the new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, I never watched the new stuff. That makes but sense. Other than that, I don't know. I think he was in that movie, uh, John Cena. The John Cena. Oh, wow. he, like, oh, he gets block? mad. Yeah, uh, uh, blockers. Blockers. Yeah, he's like the boyfriend. Yeah, right. Okay, that, that makes movie. sense. So, so yeah. So the next, I th- I loved that. By the way, I really did. I loved that whole scene. Um, this takes place before the fence thing, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I'm just saw the movie. Yeah. So, so the next thing he does, and I thought this was really cool because it really played off the original really well. Um, about how you have the babysitter, obviously, and the boyfriend coming over, you know, to get dry yeah. humped. Apparently, <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, and the little boy, the boy that he bait that she was babysitting, might have been my favorite character. Oh, he was my favorite character. He's just yeah. clipping his toenails, and as Thunder Nasty pointed out, ass toenails. Yeah, he yeah. didn't even pick that's, them up. That's that kid. So. I'm I'm gonna butcher his name. That's okay. Julian Morrissey is the character's name. Uh, Jibrail <laughs> Nantambu. I might have that completely that wrong, but he was awesome. I think he deserves. He was. His credit he was from great. I love here. that. I'm gonna tell my mom. Just breaking the rules. I'm gonna tell you more about your browser history. <gasps> yeah. If, if you were a good babysitter, I'd be hearing a story right now instead of clipping my dirty ass toenails. That's right. <laughs> Which, if I was a better babysitter, I'd say clip those things over a trash can or over a toilet because they're those things are flying all over the living room right now. That was nasty. Nasty ass. Nasty Send Dave up. He's like, oh yeah, Dave, get up. Send Dave up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Sorry. So we'll get there. But he was awesome. Yeah. He was. When the in the scene that you're talking about with the closet. Mm -hmm. I guess you haven't gotten there yet. I'm about to get there. Get there. Okay. So let me jump there real quick. So so the night hangs on. Dave shows up. Dave gets the best tattoo of all time. The night he's going to lose his virginity. I'm guessing. Um, and and then we fast forward 20 seconds. He's getting dry humped. Um, not probably what he was expecting that night. Although I, I got to say vicky was pretty up front she straight up told him she told like, him he was getting dry yeah she's like i'm gonna dry hump you See, in a deleted scene on the okay is this real your, yeah this oh, is real i'm not talking about they I'm had sex it, it was not a deleted scene where they had sex <laughs> deleted like, scene on the blu-ray uh there was like eight deleted scenes and only one of them i was like that should have been in the movie and i'll talk about it in a minute just remind me gotcha because i say that a lot i'll talk about this we'll later it and out. it never happens it's that's true. what the podcast is famous for yeah it is in my eyes it's gonna be a t-shirt pretty soon <laughs> we'll get back to that later yeah, dot, dot, dot. i'll talk about this later <laughs> never, never talk happened. about it again but i do want to talk about whatever it is i'm talking about what was i just talking about we were talking about dave getting dry the deleted scene the deleted in scene. the movie they're, when they're walking around after school, which is like mimicking the first one, right? You know, the three, when they're walking home, three the friends girls walking were, home, right. and they see Michael. They don't, mm-hmm. you don't see him in this new one. True. But Dave and Vicky talk about. She says like, I can't go to the dance. And they're like, oh why? She's like, well, the the fa- the I guess the uh, blah, 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 Morrissey family asked me to babysit. Right. So I'm gonna take the money, and Dave's gonna come over and bring his good stuff. Ah. And Allison's like, "That's why you're gonna babysit. Ah, That's I why see. you're missing the dance, so you and Dave can that get makes it sense. on." And Dave makes a joke. He says, "We can even get matching tattoos to commemorate the special night." You're right. So that makes more sense. But I watched the deleted scenes yesterday, ah. so watching it tonight and seeing him say, "Like, here's my tattoo," I was like, "Ah, that makes way more sense." Because I just thought he was a dumbass who yeah. got a tattoo. So, see, that's one of the deleted scenes. I'm, I can understand why they probably just delete it for time. Yeah, they for have time. to, they have to get right. into there, and it's not very important. But it does. It's one of those kind of like, hey. You know, it, okay, scenes so, like I see now why he, why he got a tattoo on the night he was getting dry humped. You're right Poor for the guy. first time <laughs> for the first Halloween, not man. the first time. She looked like she dry humped a few people before. That's all in her eyes. Why else would you get a tattoo about being dry humped? I feel it had like to be it, the first time, or it's <laughs> like, hey, Halloween dry humping. 
I just I'll tattoo the location. I mean, if I'm going to get a tattoo, it's not for when I'm getting dry home. You don't have any tattoos. I do have a tattoo. He does have a tattoo. What's I your tattoo? I have a Colts tattoo. And I'm actually... On your leg. Yeah, mm-hmm. on my leg. And I'm currently working thigh, on getting my... Uh, I get my quad you, area. No, quad your area. My left, it my is left, your upper thigh. thigh. I see my, when you have my shorts on. quad area. Yeah. Upper thigh. Sure I thought it was your penis. Was that? I was like, man, Caleb's penis is long. It's a butter on his penis. And blue, apparently. And blue. And blue. Long and blue. So to my students watching, I'm sorry. Um... Listening and I'm watching shorts around you. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a fun conversation. Where's Ryan? Right. Where's Ryan? <laughs> I needed Ryan right there for that. Oh, well, that's gonna he would have laughed fun. a lot. He would have. I miss so, you, Ryan. All right, so back to the babysitting debacle. So, but oh, I did love too. They had the the sheets hanging outside because it's 2000 and like yeah. 17, and there's people still hanging their sheets no, out. That's, yeah. that's a that's a throwback to the old. No, one. I know that. That's what he I mean. Was hiding the it was sheets. Small town. Yeah. It was a bit too on the nose. On you know, um, small town. John they, Cougar Mellencamp. But you didn't town. actually. You didn't see him back there though. Like you in the no, original one. Yeah, I did. kept waiting for yeah. him. So okay, so I'm gonna fast forward a bit because you get to the scene where the 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 boy she's babysitting comes down. She's like, oh, he's up there, the boogeyman. Keep phrase there. Um, and she's like, there's no one up there. And so she goes up. She also does a thing kind of like in the original when, uh, when Lori said she saw, when she does see, uh, I call him, called him Jason. I'm getting that name terrible. Myers. Michael, I know. She sees Michael by the bushes, you know, and the other, her friend Annie pretends like she's talking to her. Well, Vicky does the same thing. She pretends like she's mm-hmm. talking to Michael, who's not there. And then she goes, uh, damn it. She goes to shut the dang door at the closet. He's like, shut the closet. And she's like, they're okay. And it won't shut. And then sure enough, that mother trucker's in the closet. Yeah. It's oh. the moment in the trailer. It like, was. It was. On, I even said that. I was like, I remember this yeah. from the trailer. That's what I love with the way they did it. Because if you haven't, if, if you did see the movie, you probably laughed out loud at this, like all of us did. Right. But if you haven't seen it, you, if you saw the trailer, yeah, she's cl- trying to close the closet door. On like the third attempt, she opens the door and it's he's standing there. He there is. And the trailer ends, and it's like, oh, that's going to be scary. Yeah. Well, then you're watching it in the movie. And I remember when Kevin and Ryan and I were watching it that opening night, I remember why that whole scene, I was, the whole walkthrough, just like Caleb was doing, I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Yep. And I love the fact that they had the little kid say, as soon as Michael Myers pops out of the closet, he says, oh shit. Yeah, he did. And <laughs> jumps off and runs. And <laughs> everyone in the theater laughed. It was like a oh, yeah. loud laughter. And it was so funny because I'm like, that's the way, if you're going to put like a major scare in the trailer, when it's in the movie, yeah, follow it up with something unexpected because oh, I, that kept me in the moment. Because before I was all like, oh, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this. I like, think what I was funnier was right before it happened, I immediately, when he opened it, I was like, oh shit. And oh, the yeah. kid went, oh shit. <laughs> both of y'all gave oh shit. <laughs> right at the same time. So we both gave a lot of shits. So, yep. okay. So, so again, this was kind of the scene that where you kind of realize it was, again, going back to the original because he straight up, oh man, it was, okay. Again, it wasn't a, it was just kind of a frightening movie, but like it was terrifying when he went to drag her Vicky back into the room to stab her to death, and you heard her nails like mm-hmm. pulling yeah, the nails. wood floor yeah. up. Always reminds me of the ring. Yeah, like, oh, when they talk yeah. about all the nails and they show that little. Mm-hmm. I had to see that movie yeah. one time too. That was terrible. Um, and so that makes so, full circle that we talked about my toenail falling does, off. Does doesn't Look it? Look there, that. full <laughs> circle there. And so he stabs her in the back, and she's dead. And then he again. I don't know if this is the first time he did it, but he straight up gave that sideways, like when a dog looks, like when you ask a dog a question and they turn their head sideways. He did that thing when he looked. He does that's that every the, time. That's the Michael Myers trademark. He though. loves like, death. He does, that's every movie. He's this like Thanos. The, he loves death. There we go. The, Got my Avengers yeah, connection in there. So, and then Dave, oh, poor Dave. The boy runs down and Dave realizes something's up. By the way, he dropped the guy's motorcycle. What a dick. And so Dave comes in there and he's like, Dave, don't go up there. You're going to die too. And Dave grabs a knife. 
I thought something cool was going to happen. Hey, Rogue Dave. I was kind of, yeah, nah. but I was kind of disappointed. I wanted to see like a knife fight or nah, something. Yeah, pinned to the wall. You don't, yeah. oh God, that was, there we go. Back to the second mm-hmm. kill that yeah. relates back to, uh, first I don't, movie. technically mm-hmm. we haven't seen the first one yet, but yeah, the first kill you see that goes back to the first one, it's in the original one, he stabs Bob in the chest, basically, or in the stomach area. I forget he what the knife was. He pins him up on the wall. He pins though, him up yeah. on the wall. Yeah. He pinned Dave up through the neck. Yeah. And you was... see the, t- but then you see the tattoo and he walks by too. I was like, 31, 18. He never, mm-hmm. that's the tattoo of when he died, not when he got fucked. And so, poor <laughs> Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that went bad. Well, I guess he did get fucked, didn't he? <laughs> I guess so. Because okay. how you want to look at the word. Um, and so, yeah. So, oh, by the way, this is the first time the cops, unlike last time where the cops were not really involved at all, this time the cops are there kind of from the get go ish. Because uh, Haskins, right? Was it Haskins? Hawkins. 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 Thought it was, they're just, they're always one, he's always one step behind. He is. He always finally catches up to him at the house. Though. He does. And so does Jamie Lee Curtis, though. Yep, so that was Lori. beautiful. Lori catch. They, so Lori's the first one to see him, actually, because they, oh, they also did that other cool. Uh, so in the original one, Michael Myers puts the ghost, like, you, you know, he puts the sheet over his head, pretending like he's Bob, who's uh, Linda's boyfriend in the original one. And so this time he put Vicky's body under there. Uh, and so Has- Hawkins, dang it, I want to call him Haskins. Anyway, Haskins Hawkins. Um, he he's kind of looking at the body, Vicky's body, and then you go outside from the the house and you see Lori sees Michael. And she thinks she sees him. She even shoots. I love it. She didn't hesitate. She straight up shot at him. It was a mirror. And then Michael just walks casually. He's like, I don't give a shit. He walks downstairs, gets shot by I forgot who shot him. Who shot him? It was the sheriff. Shot him. It was Lori shot him. Lori hit him. Okay, I thought it was the sheriff no, no. what she him, like in the upper shoulder Lori hit him walking, and then the yeah. sheriff came down and she turned around and cracked she hit him, him in the head okay. with a pistol all right i really thought it was the sheriff whatever anyway someone shot him he didn't care but yeah he just again he's just casually walking around like whatever i don't care i'm evil that's all what right, he was sorry i yawned you did it's okay you look a little bit tired you okay it's been a it's long week boring you Kev? been a long day am i boring you <laughs> bitch it's taking a while like, it's taking a while like, there's a lot i want to talk about okay well, I, y'all keep interrupting me i know i keep interrupting you so i was about to say fault. i'm just teasing you god i know we're having a good conversation guys, this is good you watch these terrible movies i only yawn because it's the beer it's a uh, it delicious a beer, beer and boy it's making me drunk it's potent so, so it's making me sleepy i know so all right so basically at this point everyone knows what's happening the police are like we have to get everyone out of here um and i'll i'm going to skip to my scariest part of the movie and then we'll get to the end um because it's halloween on it i mean it's uh home alone on acid and so so basically you get the fence scene which by the way we were so we opened we, we cracked into our crowlers there and no wasn't it? We've been drinking, We've been it from drinking the these from the beginning. We've been drinking it from the beginning. And we so, opened our second crawlers, I guess. Second crawlers. And so we get to the fence, because they kept mentioning the fence scene. And I was like, fence scene? And then I realized the fence scene. So, <laughs> And so the, the scariest part of the whole movie, because it, well, it wasn't a scary movie. I mean, it was scary, but like the most frightening thing in the movie, and they kind of showed it in the trailer as well, though, so I knew it was coming. Uh, you have... Oh, the motion detector thing. Yeah, the, the motion detector the oh, lights. I didn't know that. The lights like come on, you see Michael Myers kind of stalking the little boy who wants to wants to try and poor get with Oscar. Allison. Oscar? That was his name. What that was on my nerves. He was name. like a Franklin man. He was a Franklin. No, he was, was not nearly he wasn't nearly no, not as, nearly as annoying. I just saw him as like, dude, just tell Cam that you love him. And that you want to marry him. He was like trying to. Wanna, he was trying to slide in there. Like after the, the yeah. rebound. Not even the girl, no. Like he he was in love with he was in love with Cam, his best friend. Speaking of yeah. that, if anybody should die, yeah. that movie, <laughs> should have been, yeah. been drunk old the, Cam. He was a dick. Yeah. He kissed another yeah. girl in Tiger Stripes. But if you just know, I don't, that, 
that kid. I don't know if it was just the actor. I guess he, he was a good actor. I can't. He I'm did not well. I'm not an actor, so I can't. Like Paul Yeah. Or what'd you call him again? Patrick Carney. Drummer from Black Keys. That was funny. That was the last episode. But yeah, he just. Oh look, I'm looking at it right now. Oscar Cameron's best friend, Drew Scheid. Well, Drew, you played it a little it heavy well. on the gay side. <laughs> which is there's nothing wrong with being on the gay side. Nothing but, wrong with that. But I just didn't believe the Sounds whole like fact a of Seinfeld episode. It does. Now there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> hey man, Seinfeld's Seinfeld is historic. It's right. It is. So we're on the right path. We it's are apparently historic. Historic. Wow. <laughs> Okay, sorry. All before right. we get into a podcast, it's not a bad word. That's not a bad. Was it that, that phrase that wrong? No, I'm just picking Seinfeld's on Seinfeld's a hi- historic show. I guess. You guess. I mean, I feel it's like Seinfeld. I feel like it hasn't been long enough to call it overrated. Oh. Overrated. Oh, this is a whole other podcast. We'll get to this later. Back to Oscar. Oscar and his horrifying death because that got this, me. Man, Larry I'm, David is a genius. I'm not saying like, he's not, but historic is a monumental. That's a that's a task, buddy. Can be careful when you call something historic. Martin Luther King speech, that's historic. Well, of course. D-Day, that's historic. Of course. Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> 30 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now. Well, when we get there, we'll have our podcast and we'll talk about it. You know what? I'm going to make myself a, a little note and carry it with me every day. <laughs> on my deathbed. I want to call you, Caleb, Please, to my side deathbed? after I say goodbye to my wife and children. I want to call you over and say, I still love Seinfeld. <laughs> historic TV Please show. Please do. And I'll die. I'll take my last breath. Even if I'm not ready to die, I will just take my last breath right there. Be like, I'm done. Point made. I'll be 150. So That's Oscar's death. We're getting sidetracked. Oscar's, Oscar's death. death. I'm on the track. Oscar's death. I know you I'm are. I'm just going to sit over here and drink for a Please few minutes. Please do. Keep talking. Oscar's death. Yeah, so it's the whole motion sensor thing. We've all lived through this, by the way, right? Motion sensors. And Michael just keeps getting closer and closer. And then he slashes him. By the way, Michael missed like twice with his knife. He missed Vicky coming out of the closet. That kind of makes sense. So the door no, might have blinded him. He caught her. Him. Oh, but he, he didn't. didn't kill her. Yeah, he didn't kill her. Uh, he caught her arm just like he did. Uh, is the exact same scene as it was when he caught uh, Lori the first time. Caught her on the arm. Uh, and then he, he kind of, I mean, he sliced Oscar. But then he freaking stabbed him, I mean, in the back. And then just stabbed his jaw through the... Impaled him on the fence. Oh, that was, that was rough to watch. Uh, just to see. You couldn't see with the face I just made their podcast, but it was gross. Um, so, yeah. so And this, by the way, is also when Allison is like, holy shit. Because it's the first time she she sees Michael. Um because again, her parents, her I'm oh, sorry, I did skip over that, right? Her her mom and Ray. What was the mom's name? Anyone? Karen. Karen. Karen, who is Lori's daughter, and Ray have been taken to the mom's house where she's pretty much got it fortified. So that's the best place to go. And Allison, who has no phone, who they can't find, has been running around with Oscar. And now she knows what kind of trouble she's in. I did think it was great, though, right? She went and banged on the... Um, I was waiting for it. She was banging on the neighbor's door for help, and they actually answered oh, they this answered time. They answered this time. They answered so. this time. So the cops find her. Turns out it's good old Hawkins, Hackins, Hashkins, whatever Hawkins. his name is. Hawkins. And the doctor. And so... They, but I didn't... Okay. I didn't like this. They, they're they still driving around looking for Michael. They should have taken her away, but they're like, no, we're going to find him. We're going to go look for him. I didn't like that. But that's just my opinion. Um, and so then you get to the the when you find out the doctor's a bad guy. I've already mentioned this before. So uh, Hawkins runs over Michael. I love that, by the way. That is perfect how you should do things in a horror movie. Don't play around. Run the fuck over him and deal with it later. I would have backed over him and then gone again. 
But no, he just hit double tap. That. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Zombieland. We should watch that movie. Uh, and so he runs over him, and then the doctor gets out. And this is when again I called this like twenty minutes earlier in the movie. But the doctor straight up shanks Hawkins in the neck after he tells him he's dead. By the way, he's like Michael's dead, and then he shanks him in the neck and stabs him, and he's dead. It was sad. It was. It reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where. <laughs> I'm just oh kidding. my god! <laughs> and we're going full say, circle. I was trying to see how long I could stay quiet. I was uh, waiting for it. I know. But yeah, so at this point, and then the doctor we mentioned yeah, the this doctor earlier, went crazy. He puts his mask on, and again, he's just f- obsessed with Michael. I don't think the doctor was an evil person. He was just so obsessed with Michael. He wanted to see what Michael was going to do if he met back up with uh, Lori. That's really was his only goal. And so, so now we're getting towards the end here to Home Alone on Acid. And uh, so Michael gets put in the car. He's knocked out for a while, even though he got ran over by a car. He he really was. I know they never say he's not a real person, but I'm pretty sure he's not a real person. I don't even think he's dead, and I'll be honest with you. I'm going to say he's not well, dead. That's why they call him The Shape. The yep. Shape. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. The, um, shape, the shape nickname came about because by the uh, fourth or fifth movie, they had to, what's, they had to explain fourth or fifth. Yeah, I know. There was a lot. They of made them. a lot of them. Uh, this is actually the eleventh. Actually, I love. Yeah, I love the fourth. Fourth movie is great. This is uh, actually the eleventh, right? Yeah, the eleventh. Seven, eight, nine, ten. No, 11. seven. Seven movies. Wait. All right. So let's one see. Halloween. Six. Halloween one, two, three, four, five, six. H two O. Resurrection. resurrection. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween I forgot Resurrection. Yep, I forgot Resurrection. As I should have. 11. Yeah, 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 as you should the have. The only best part of the movie is Buster Rhymes. They throw him. They throw him in there as... I, that's one of those movies I rented from that same video store. I rented the first one from. <laughs> of course it was like a new release, like brand new. I was like, the new Halloween, I can't wait. No, it's terrible. And watching it and just... Even as a 12-year-old, it's bad when you're 12 years old and you're like, this is not good. Not good. Like, I don't like this at all. I can't tell you a single thing except for Buster Rhymes' little <laughs> trick or treat. It was a reality show. Yeah, reality show. Like, it was like Big Brother with the yeah. cameras and stuff. Yeah, and like the, reality show. the contestants had to Stay walk around. Stay in the haunted house or whatever. Yeah. It's terrible. Anyway, back to this one. I, I don't remember where Caleb was. I wasn't listening. I was, I was pulling up some Seinfeld references. <laughs> uh, and I actually pulled up Angels with Filthy Souls because we've, you know, I've got to throw that in there somehow tonight. So, uh, <laughs> what I should have said is while Caleb was gone was, he'll call you when he gets out. <laughs> That's from Angels of Field Caleb Souls. never left. It's okay. Oh, Caleb never, never left. left. Caleb, continue what you were saying. I was a big fan of the fourth movie, personally. If we're talking about sequels here, I never Halloween saw Halloween 4? Sure. H2O, was that one? No, no that, that was, was 7. Damn that it. 7. Which, funny, tried, guys. Right, before we get real <laughs> deep into the Halloween, the timeline of the Halloween movies that they came up with. So, this newest one is Halloween 1 and the new one. That's how how they're saying it is. Four different timelines. Yeah. Then there's Halloween 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. And I guess all the other ones. But they say when when H2O was made... Oh, 6. Resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. No. uh, (laughs) No. The Curse. The Curse curse of Michael Myers. Paul Rudd. Yeah. That was a really... I like that one. And then there's Halloween. Curse of Michael Myers is the craziest movie. Like, the storyline... They they just came out with a few years ago the director's cut or the producer's oh, cut of the Curse of Michael Myers. It's insane. It's so ridiculous. The stuff that they cut out of that movie, cult wise, it all it all is involving a cult that thinks Michael uh, Myers is like the devil, the second coming, you know, and that like they worship sense. him. And it's 
it's really weird. But uh, when they made H2O, Jamie Lee Curtis was in that movie because she said, I'll only star in this movie if you pretend all the other ones didn't happen. Ah. So it's supposed so to be then there's Halloween, 20 years later. H2O and Resurrection. Yeah, and those two are God it's, it's, awful. It's, yeah. I didn't mind H2O. I don't H2O think H2O was awful. Terrible, I don't think H2O was awful. Man, I think Resurrection is awful. Resurrection is horrible. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like we were just talking about <laughs> while Caleb was gone. <laughs> we just had the same conversation while you were out of the room. And while, That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> Still be the same thing. I'm a plot uh, point. <laughs> but uh, I'm at a loss here. So let's, ra- let's wrap this up. Oh, good. Yeah, there's so a lot to Sartain, say about the movie. Sartain and kills Hawkins. Yeah, he ran over... Yeah, he stabbed Hawkins And he's in on the his way to Laurie Strode's house. Yeah, because he wants to see him interact. He fully believes that if he really wants to understand... Because I really think more than anything, he just wants Michael to talk. And he wants to hear why Michael did this. He wants an answer. He's a man who's desperate for an answer. And he thinks the only way he's going to get it is if he understands why she... Laurie, that is, is so important to him. Like, I really think that was his whole drive as a character, was I need to get them together so I can understand why in the world he did all this like why is he still fascinated over her why is he just just dwell over her day and night uh day and night and i i think that's what he did and, day then, and, night. and then he got it <laughs> and then he got his head crushed in so that was unfortunate yeah, michael killed him yeah michael just steps on his head end of story and then oh man oh so the by the way the granddaughter runs off into the woods for a long time she was gone for a while um and so Michael, so finally gets the big, the climax where it's Michael versus Lori and you see him kill poor Ray. Ray never stood a chance. Ray, the husband, by the way, of her daughter, of Lori's daughter gets strangled, which was the third and final kill that harkened back to the original. He strangled one person. He uh, got someone in a car, which is what he got Dr. Sartain mm-hmm. in. Uh, and then he uh, put someone against the wall was Dave. So that was cool. That was all three kills from the original one. Um, and so then it turns into a madhouse of awesomeness, basically. And at this point of the movie, I went from being scared to rooting. I turned into one of those fa- like it changes like the whole movie changes at the end. You're like, yeah, you're rooting kill for Lori. Yeah. And so Lori comes out and she's going all badass on him. And she was badass. She shoots his she fingers awesome. off. Yeah. That was really cool. I thought she was. I actually thought she was going to die. The scene, the scene where Ray dies, and the music kicks in. Which do not let this podcast go. Do not let this podcast end without me going in length about this music. You will talk about the music. God, I love it. We'll get to the music. Uh, but the music they use in, in the scene with right when Ray dies. Right. It's like they. I know this is this is a. Uh, given high praise but there's moments in like steven spielberg movies and ron howard mm. movies that when a certain scene kicks in and the music kicks in all right. at the same time you get this feeling of like i'm watching a movie like right. this is it and that's when like that scene when ray gets choked out and shoots his gun and Lori goes michael's here yep and like she and she tells the daughter she's like she's like get get downstairs michael's here it's like that's when you're that's the, with the music and everything going on, who was good? It's like I remember in the theater as I'm like, here we go. Yeah, like, that's what I said. I think I said it. that out loud. This actually. is it. Yeah. Like it's there's no more waiting for something to happen. It's like it's down. Well, it, like, it completely. Lori, Lori knows he's here. It completely changes. He yeah, there. it completely changes because at that point, 
again, until before she shoots his fingers off, it was a movie of watching Michael stalk these people and kill people. And then it turns into a, now Lori's stalking him, trying to kill him. And she starts like going room by room in her house with her little fancy shotgun that she said is built for killing people. And she starts closing rooms off with these gates. That's right. It's for tactical. (laughs) And so she starts like closing rooms down. I didn't know why until the end, which was beautiful. Um, And eventually she finds him. Actually, she finds Ray first in the closet, right? Because of course, Michael remembers his downfall was she was hiding in the closet. Just like she found Linda in the closet. Just like she found Linda in the closet. I forgot about that. Yeah. It was the exact same as Linda in the closet. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I missed that part. Um, I was thinking her in the closet. And so, yeah, man, it just, it got crazy. <laughs> it got crazy because it is a complete reversal of roles. She's now the hunter. He's the prey. Yep. And Michael is hiding. He does. He hides just like she, I thought that was pretty cool. He hid behind the mannequin. That whole scene of Lori essentially stalking Michael was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh, no, it was good. It's silent. It and was. she's just going room to room and then pounding the big metal door once she clears a room. Yeah, she knew what she was doing, which we'll get good. to the, the big line in it's a minute. Kev, Kevin's favorite, Kevin Lambert's favorite line in the movie, I think you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she's going room to room and then she gets to the room with these mannequins, which was creepy as shit because they were all staring at where Ray's body was. And Michael, of course, is hiding behind one. I didn't know where he was either. I, the whole time I was like, where is he? I know he's in the room. He has to be because <laughs> the blood trail led him in there. Yeah. And and then I oh man maybe maybe my favorite scene in the whole movie maybe came from the end of this because all of a sudden Michael pops out of nowhere and they're fighting for a minute over the over you know the knife and stuff and he stabs her mm-hmm. he straight up stabbed her just like she stabbed him yep it goes complete reversal on us she, he stabs her and he throws her out the window just like he off fell the out yes off the balcony and he looks over and there she is laying there on the ground and then the granddaughter allison comes bursting in the door and he looks away and when he looks back what happens her body's gone. And I was like, yes! I was like, she's going to get the... I thought she was dead. She's going to get the last word. Yep, just like the first one. Yeah, and so at the end, it's great because the the daughter... What was the daughter's name again? Karen. Karen, thank you. Karen is in the basement, and Michael rips the little... The little basically a kitchen island off where they're hiding under. And she's like, mom, I can't do this. Oh no, mom, I need you, mommy. And then Michael steps in and she just straight up's like, gotcha, motherfucker. And she shoots him in the yeah. face. That was oh. the part. That was, that's the part in like, I mentioned the movies earlier. That, that's the action movie scene mm-hmm. to where you're like, oh, they're never going to be able to fight them. They're going to be able to fight them. Right. And then just like, boom, it, they, they, they fake you out. I fully believe she was cowering. I was waiting for her mom to come out, kind of yeah. like she did. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, she, they're Happy fucked. Halloween, Michael. Oh, well, she had yeah. like the Yippie Kaye line, she you know, did. it's like, Happy Halloween, Michael. And just like stabs him with a knife oh, and throws him down the great. stairs. I like, mean, she just came out. So, okay, that's kind of funny, backing up, right? So, my, I told you the funniest scene, like the funniest scene, not the funniest, I'm sorry, the scariest scene. I was scene. like wondering what was, your, what was funny. <laughs> not the funniest. The scariest scene from the original to me was when you see that little shroud of Michael's face in the darkness, and it's her this time. Yeah. She's the one, because she's stalking him. She's yeah. the monster now. And man, she straight up just stabs him in the back after he's been shot in the neck. They throw him down, and then it got to your favorite line, I think you said in the whole movie, right? They all, The daughter, the granddaughter, Allison, they all run up. Michael's at the bottom 
him and she's like i forgot what she, i remember the last line what was the lead up to it she's like it's not a uh oh shit no, i it? know the punchline. i'm forgetting the setup ah uh, yeah like, she uh, was like it's not a uh it's not a shelter it's a trap yeah she's like not but a like, trap she pulls but something when she says that it was like they pull the swords that like come yeah, out of the, these blades like cross over yeah, the, to where the he opening. can't get out and then jamie lee curtis is back there un- like loosening all the kind gas hinges like basically letting all the gas in the house run through right and that's when she says like it's not a it's not a shelter it's a trap it's a trap and oh, i remember in the, in the theaters i remember like i elbowed ryan i'm just like holy shit that's right she like, was they ready. got him they got like, him. they knew what they were doing but michael just stared at him the whole time by the way that was well, yeah. creepy that's the whole thing is like I don't the, way think that, the way that ended was they run outside there's a there just so happens to be a, a beautiful truck but okay, wait. You Coming don't up. before you get there. You don't really. So we don't the, see Michael's body. Well, we never I was about see to say, it on fire. You, yeah, we just you see, see him. He's him, down there. You see him staring, and then the next time they show the basement, he's not in there. Yeah. The next time you see the basement, he's not on the stairs. There's just fire. The house is clearly burning down, and he's not in when there. I, I feel like that was because so there's this little little thing that Danny McBride Danny had said, McBride. Um, which yeah, written by Danny McBride, directed by David Gordon Green. Um, I, I believe there was one other right. I, I don't want to go on without saying his name. Uh, it's okay. Jeff Fredley. Jeff Fredley. 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 One of those. Uh, one of those. But the two names that we know, um, I know. So David Gordon Green, he's kind of what spoiled me into like good movies. Like if you, if anyone's interested in going back and watching any movies he's done, his most popular ones on on are Pineapple Express, mm, The good Sitter, one. Your Highness. Those are like his comedies. Yes. But before he did stupid stoner comedies, which I can't. Pineapple Express is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Your Highness not so good. Your, Your Highness, Highness not, not funny. Not so good. No, not so good. But Pineapple, Pineapple Express is so funny. Um, before all that, I watched the three movies he did before those four movies actually, um, and they're great. Snow Angels. Undertow, George Washington, and all the real girls. If you can ever find those four movies and you can watch his style, it's like he's got, he's a good filmmaker. So when I, like, whenever it was two or three years ago when it was announced that he was in charge of the Halloween remake, it was just like, or reboot or yeah. whatever they had announced it at the time, I was pumped. I was like, man, it's David Gordon Green. Like, yeah. he's not, that's basically, um, that's like, so, a movie, I'm way off subject right now. It's okay. A movie, The Big Short. Y'all, did yeah. y'all see that movie? Yep. Yeah. The Big Short. That was directed by Adam McKay, the guy who did oh, Anchorman and yeah. Talladega Nights. So that's like both you, good movies. You watch, yeah, both hilarious. Walk Hard. He Walk had, Hard. He, I don't think he directed it, but he was. That was one of his. Yeah. One of his umbrella things. You know, he's it's all all done by him and Will Ferrell. Um, but Halloween is kind of the same thing. It's like David Gordon Green. You hmm. know, I was like, I was like, man, that is. He's he's he does those kind of he, all he's known for very serious movies. Yeah, and then he did Palm Express. Oh, he can do comedies. He did other comedies. Oh, maybe comedies aren't his thing. He's done other movies since then that are really good. But Halloween that was good. He he did an awesome job with this. But the other thing that got me was that Danny McBride was involved. Danny McBride is in uh, He's Bound Down, of course. Yeah. And he wrote a lot of those episodes. He's in Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Uh, Hot Rod, like a lot of yeah, he's he's usually the dumb, funny guy. He he's is. hilarious. He is, and everything he's ever been in. So the fact, uh, what was the mall security movie? Observer Report. Observer Report, and that was funny. He's funny in that with Seth Rogen. Paul Blart. I think that's just Seth Rogen. Danny oh, McBride's not Seth that Rogen. Movie. Yeah, I think it's just Seth Rogen. <sighs> Dang buddy. it, I blew that one. But you tried. Totally failed that one. But anyways, okay. Danny McBride's right in this movie. 
it's that's what that that's what made it so good. Yeah, is that it was two guys who were not in the horror community and blah blah blah. They did that stuff. The sequel. That's what I was talking about. How how it left it open ended. What you were just talking about. How mm-hmm. it just shows uh, Allison is holding the knife. Yeah, yeah. And I said it just that, cuts off. Yeah, I said that we're watching this. Um, She's holding the knife. Pretty clear as day. What's online here is that McBride, Damon McBride said their original plan was they were going to shoot them back to back, and then they all decided, you know, like, like let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's. It could come out and people hate it. Right. I mean, if we're already making another one, this is gonna. It's not gonna be good. So he said. Let's make it sit around for a year, and if it all develops well, we'll we'll make a second one. Mm-hmm. Well, after the opening weekend of this one, they've already started making the second one. Really, I didn't know yeah. that. Um, and they say it's it is not a different story. It's not a reimagining. It is Halloween three. Really, and that's that's from. October 2018. Things may have changed since yeah. that was announced. Yeah, this movie was the biggest horror movie opening ever wow. with a female lead. Well, the female lead, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis got a it lot of good stuff. It was the biggest yeah. movie opening ever with a female lead over 55. Oh, that's cool. And the biggest opening ever for any of the Halloween franchise yeah. films. It was also the second biggest horror movie opening ever. Wow. After, what was the first? After It, 2017. Ah, Seen that one. Yeah. It was also the second biggest October mm. opening ever. After Venom. After Venom. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So we got to the, the whole plot of our movie, and we've we still got some more podcasts to go. Kevin, look, I know you did some looking up on this. After we saw it, and there's podcasts that we listen to that we won't name on the show, but there's podcasts that Kevin and I listen to that oh, we'll talk about him, this movie. And what am I doing? So we'll debate them. Oh, we can debate them. What did we'll I say? We'll debate them. Now, this is, this is a really polarizing movie. People it either came out, love it or hate it. I couldn't believe the next day after opening night. So Kevin and Ryan and, and I go see this, and we're pumped up. You look like Gollum over there. Quit <laughs> staring at me, Gollum. <laughs> And it's not because you're bald. Don't take it there. Shut don't up. go down there. Don't go down there. I don't have hair. It was people. your eyes. It was your Genetics eyes. Not, not your head. It was He's your eyes. Hair. So much hair. I was beautiful. I was beautiful. Anyways, the next day, I mean, like I said, we spent like 30 minutes in the parking lot. Yeah, that night. In the cold October weather. I wasn't there. Talking about this movie. And the next day, we were texting each, texting each other talking about it. And then... A, a very popular podcast that Kevin and I both listen to. He texts me and says, "Hey man, they uh they hate it? it. Which one is I it? I will not say it. Say he it. He says they hated it. it. And uh, why? Look, look, I have. I don't get it. We have a strong debate. It's the Halloweenies podcast. They it they is. go through each and movie, we, and we like those guys. Okay, but like why do they hate it? Tell me, because I don't listen. Well, to that's it. Kevin's got our information. Uh, on they, I mean, they did not like it. They didn't. Why? Think it, they didn't think it was scary. They didn't think that well, the first one's not scary. They thought the first one was scary. Well, they're dumb. They thought that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, people. Not this me. one, kind of too much gore character development wasn't there i mean there's a lot of reasons that people are not like time out character development have they seen the original there is no character development zero i think zero i think that seeing the original for the first time there there's a there's a creepiness to the movie because i mean thunder had even said that he thought the original was Oh, it is. It's, it's creepier. Yeah. It, it is, is by a creepier. long shot. But man, I mean, I won't say I like this one as much as the original, but 
I like this one better than any of the other ten. And <laughs> and look, weird. at the moment Or the other nine it's, that it's came honestly out. for me for me out of all the Halloween movies right now, it's one, two, and this one. Or is like the only three I'll watch from you know, just I mean, randomly. I think, if I, I if I see them on one, or if I want to watch them. I think them, with John Carpenter involved, it held yeah. true to the original vision yeah. of Michael Myers. Boy, and that's it. what I mean, I the little the little things I could find about this, David Gordon Green had talked about like that's what they did. Like they they watched the old one. The actors were not allowed to watch the old one because uh, really? he wanted them to kind of be more in the character. He was like, you don't know what's going on. I mean, critics said this one lacked atmosphere. It lacked storyline. It lacked character it lacked development. Storyline, character—that's uh, bull. I mean, I think I think everyone expected a remake. What, what what came out afterwards? When I started seeing and all I, the bad the, reviews, the biggest, I mean, it's, the biggest beef is people say it's not scary. Yeah, and I don't. That's the biggest beef. But and I can say the first it's, one's it's not like, scary. It's like what Caleb and I were talking about before we started recording tonight. Caleb was saying like this wasn't. It's, it, was, it didn't scare me. But it was scary, it was but I don't know how to explain it. And that's when I was talking about like movies like The Conjuring. Like yeah. Yeah. that that's designed to scare you every five minutes. I mean, Something yeah, is supposed to make if and then in the last it, hour of the movie is supposed to make you jump every thirty seconds. If you're looking movie, at it in real life, let's let's try to get it to real life. This is like Ted Bundy or Charles Manson breaking out of prison forty years later. Yeah, and going go on, on another spree. Yeah. killing spree. That sounds terrible. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, what amazes me even more is going even, like, you're right. Yeah, it's like, that's the serial killer thing. It's like, that's what they do, I guess. You know, they just go on these, who knows why they're killing who they're killing, and who knows why they're doing what they're doing. And, right. and this one kind of kind of sets up a little bit of why he's going after Laurie Strode. Yeah, kind and of. And the, you know, the deliverance of the movie is that, like, she fights him back you right know, she's not like like in the first one she plays the perfect the good which, girl which kevin and his wife got in an argument about it yeah and she's listening so yeah. kevin, kevin wins sorry babe kevin wins. i win he wins We're horror fans. she, she we played win she played the girl next door virginal survivor the the the, the not the, the girl they were mentioning in the first killed. scream movie Titties. if no one's if no one's seen halloween and they've seen scream that's what they're talking about. They're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. They're Laurie Strode. Yeah. That was the first one. I mean, if you just look at and slasher films, and if we're talking about like horror films, we're a horror podcast. We're talking about horror films. Slasher films, when we, we did Texas Chainsaw last time, and, and that's that's legitimately called the first slasher mm-hmm. because it's one character that kills people, and that's what these movies were about. And honestly, in the film history stuff that I've studied, the second one studied. That makes me sound like a douchebag. No, it does not. Uh, that I've looked up on the internet. There you go. You in my studied spare it, buddy. Time. No, you studied, uh, studied it. I'm proud of you. Black Christmas is yeah. the next kind of serial killer type movie, like where there's one killer after these people. Right. And then, but the next big one was Halloween. Like it was Michael Myers. Yeah. And, but though, but Halloween, the John Carpenter's Halloween, Halloween one, that's what started Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, we can go into Friday the 13th when we get into those movies eventually, but Sean Cunningham made the first Friday the 13th as a copy of Halloween. He was yeah. like, I want to make money. He And and honestly, John Carpenter made Halloween because he wanted to make money. He said, he was like, Halloween was supposed to be a, a movie that I made to make a lot of money off of and to never talk about again. Really? But it turned into 
so much more yeah, than that. Interesting. And look, it's always it's business. You know, it's like yeah. it's like well, let me just do what I have to do. I put it as like John Mayer. John Mayer's first two albums. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm talking about John Mayer. It's true. But two, I love it. First two albums, uh, cheesy pop music that we don't like. It's true. His third album, Continuum. Mm. Great album. Yeah. Great album. And he has said in, in multiple interviews at the recording of that album, well, the record company told me to do I this do and this. I wanted to do. And now I can do what I want to do. Yeah. And it's like, that's what, you know, John mm-hmm. Carpenter was aiming for with Halloween. But guess what, John? That made you. That made your career. Yeah. And I mean, look, he's made some, uh, let me not knock John Carpenter's career. Besides no, the one that Alex told us about, our you. friend Alex told us about some movie that I could not believe was directed by John Carpenter. <laughs> and I've never seen Afterlife or something. Pro Alex, life. Alex, Pro Alex life. is Pro far life. behind. He, he mentioned he's far behind in our podcast. So Alex, you'll get to this next yeah. year. But <laughs> Pro Life by John Carpenter, we have not checked out. But what I was saying was, John Carpenter made this movie as a, let me just make a killer movie not a killer, serial killer type movie, a violent film, mm-hmm. and make a couple bucks off of it, and then I can do what I want. But guess what? That turned his whole career to what he could do whatever he wanted to. It's true. And, that's, and I think David Gordon Green, when he took on the... And produced by Jason Blum, Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Like, who's, we've mentioned like almost in every podcast. Yeah, I we've mean, done, they're everywhere. Um, they knew... He knew, too. He was like, this has to be done by the right person, by the right people with the right cast. Jamie Lee Curtis has to be in it. And they got all those. David Gordon Green said he wrote, him and Damien Bride wrote the whole treatment for the film to please John Carpenter. And if he liked it, their next step was to please Jamie Lee Curtis. And if she liked it, they were like, we don't care if it's made or not. And and let me ask you, Caleb, because you're the one who's seen it from original 1978 to 2018. Right. In my opinion, one of the best things about that movie, even though it's 40 years apart, it is. Is the character development of Laurie Strode right going from girl next door virginal survivor mm-hmm. to this badass badass prepared right? I, to me, that was one of my favorite things about it. Yeah, I thought it made the most sense, and the, I think that's what the whole point of the reporters was. Because they, they make a line, they were like, "I forgot what it was." It was something to the effect of, you know, the, what separates the two Michael Myers yeah. and, and Laurie, where the barbed wire fence, you know, and they're sharp. It's like, but the metaphysical lines, you know, mm-hmm. are almost identical, and it's true. I mean, he hunted her and he turned her into a freaking. Badass, it, it basically. I, mean, I thought it made sense. To the outside world, she would be a nut. Yeah. No, oh no, she would be. She would be a nut. To someone who did not understand what she went. And again, you kind of get it from the family side. They don't understand her. They think she is crazy. Yeah. And I really feel like at one point she kind of has this, it, when she yells at her daughter, she's like, go to the house. You know, that's that was her moment of, hey, bitch, I've been right this whole time. Yeah. All of you should have listened to me. Crap. Um, I, I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. And I, I think... I personally thought that was a hell of a way to take that. Yeah. I mean, because what did you she's, want she's, her to be? She's finally vindicated. What did you want? Jamie Lee Curtis was one of my, was my favorite character. Oh in the movie, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I agree. <laughs> I mean, what did you want her? She to was be? awesome. What did you want her to be? A little scared woman who was still, you know, holed up in her house. Yeah. No, and, and just know, waiting like, to die. But and it wasn't I mean, just her. Like it was the. They did the whole like girl power thing, and in this I thought movie. the casting they did, they did of the, the girl power thing, yeah, which was great. I, I thought, thought the casting, awesome. the yeah. casting of Alice and Andy Matichak, Matichak, 
That's a cool they, name. David Gordon Green went with an unknown, right? Just oh. like they did with Jamie Lee Curtis never forty years before. ago. Um, even though there were some high named actresses who were, you know, going for the part, petitioning for the part, no. he decided to go with an unknown. Right. I thought she was great. I thought she did well. Yeah. For the part she has asked to and play. I think she'll probably be a big part of the sequel. It would not surprise me if they kill off Jamie Lee Curtis in the sequel. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch the other one. I mean, like honestly, I loved the my in this movie. So like, I love when a movie has like a hero against the the, the antihero. It was you the know, ultimate like that, hero antihero. I mean, the biggest thing like Rocky Four is my legitimate like. You gotta look at like a hero versus an. I've, and I've, mm-hmm. this is not the first time I've said Rocky Four on this podcast. It's true. <laughs> Best Christmas movie, best oh boxing movie, Boom. best action movie. I can go on. Uh, you could. But, I mean, honestly, that that's any kind of life scenario I get into where there's an underdog against a big man. It is Rocky versus Drago. I'm like, that is... That's true, yep. man. That is that's the key what you of see. It. Is like, that's, you want to see that. Yeah, and you always go for... You're always going for the underdog. Oh, yeah. So, like, as soon as it gets into the where Lori says, you know, like, Michael's here. And, yeah. And cocks that shotgun. She does. And, like, that whole thing, you're like, this is it. Like, it's her against... Boom. Someone that she can't beat. Yep. Like, how does she beat him? That's what's awesome about it. It's not like, oh, they're evenly out and she's going to nope. kick his ass. It's like, she's terrified of him. She so was. So, no matter... What she can do to prep, she's still terrified yeah. of him. Well, I think you see that best in the the scene, where, two scenes where she watches the bus drive off, Michael drive off, like going yeah. to be technically that should have been the end of him, yeah. and she was watching him. I feel like mm-hmm. she's kind of because she wanted to kill him. She had her gun with him, and she's yeah. crying. And then she goes to the dinner. Well, I mean, she told the she officer. Well. She said, "I've prayed every night that he would he, escape, well, so right. I could kill, so I could kill him." Kill him. Yeah. Actually, say your second part of that that you were talking about. You said there's two parts. Well, the second part was when she goes to the family dinner and oh, she yes. breaks down and cries there. Yeah. So there's, I noticed it tonight. I watched some deleted scenes and I noticed something tonight. There's a part where she's sitting in the car um, and Michael's bus is leaving. And mm-hmm. you think, oh, she came up here the whole time to like plan to kill him. And she's drinking. And, I didn't think that, but yeah. I can see how people yeah, would think that. Whatever it, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the thought is. Sorry. That's what I got from it. Yeah. Um, is that she drove up to that prison with a gun thinking I'll, I'll i'm just gonna shoot him right here so right. He, he can't leave and go anywhere else that makes sense um but there's a deleted scene which like i said earlier there was like eight uh, uh seven of them were deleted for a good reason there's this one and i think it should be in the movie it's uh it was great because it depends on this if you see her remember when she screams in the car Mm-hmm. Like the bus drive away, and she's got a gun in her hand. Yeah. She just kind of yells, and you kind of see a silhouette from far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it goes away. But there's a silhouette standing off in the distance from her car, and it's just uh, one of those weird kind of things. I couldn't figure out what that was. I was like, was that somebody walking up to her, or what is this? But there's a deleted scene um, to where she's on the uh, her shooting grounds at yeah. her house. And she's blowing away targets and all this stuff, and then she's loading her guns and cleaning them, which is in the movie. But there's this one scene after she cleans up the shotgun, she picks up a pistol and puts one bullet in it. And I mean, beautiful music, yeah, by John Carpenter and his friends who did it. I'll talk about them in a second. Uh, but she's she puts the gun up under her chin uh. and s- sits there for a few seconds, shaking of like. And it's just kind of like contemplating suicide thing. Right. And the whole time she's standing there, she's standing there, she's standing there, and then the camera pans away, and Michael Myers is standing behind her. 
and the next thing you hear is her buzzer ringing, and it's the the uh, podcasters at her gate. Wow. Uh, okay. So they bring her out of it, and Michael Myers isn't there. Right. You know. So, but when I when we were watching tonight, after I watched that scene. When I saw the little silhouette standing behind a car, I'm like, I wonder if she just always sees him. I think she does. Like, I just sure like she, she does. always sees him. That's why she's so paranoid. Because no matter if he's there, she knows he's not there, but she always sees him. Right. But that's what's that's what's so badass when she's walking around. She's telling people, get inside your home, get inside your home. Right. And as soon as she sees him, she has no other thought but Boom, she pulls the trigger and she hits him. She does. She, like, she hits him square. And it's like square as soon as she hits him, it's like, damn, she got him. Like. There was no like, oh my god, I can't believe it's him. I'm so traumatized. It's like I've been waiting for this moment. It's true. And she and yeah, their little their little showdown. While yeah, sure, not as dramatically built up as I thought Balboa, it was worth Balboa it and Drago. <laughs> uh, it's an awesome showdown. It was. I mean, it is, and it is a showdown for sure. There's no like, oh, like Michael was winning or Lori was winning. It's no, like they're fighting each other. Yeah, and I love that about it. Like the last ten minutes of that movie are a really good action movie. I liked it a lot. Which after horror movies, that's my second love is action movies. So I love when a horror movie can throw in some good, intense action. Yeah, Uh, I love this movie. I I I haven't watched it since we went to the theater and saw it. It was great tonight. Um, I don't know how long we've been talking about. I don't know. Long time. Talk about the music, Kev. Talk about the music. It's been a long time. Let's let's get on that just so I can say a little bit something about it. Uh, John Carpenter did the score in the first one all by himself um, with directing it, co-producing it, writing it, co-writing it with Deborah Hill. Um, He comes up with like an incredible score that is like iconic now. Yeah, everyone knows it. So when you do a remake. You know, what do you do? Do you do all the same music? Do you do all the same stuff? But he was involved, but instead of just being him, he got his son, Cody Carpenter, and I do not want to get this wrong, Daniel Davies, Mm. which I've listened to him since learning about him through this soundtrack. He uh, He's played with John Carpenter a lot when John Carpenter's doing his little solo albums and stuff. But the three of them would sit there with what was the best part about it. They took a lot of the themes from the music, which is that like that creepy piano theme you were talking about yeah. earlier. That was in the new one, right? No, it was there uh, only I once. Loved how they slowed it down. They slow though. it down. They did. Loved yeah. how they and slowed they slowed it down. it down the moment when he puts the mask back. The on. mask back it's on. Like it's almost like a somber. Yeah, it's a recollection. Like here it is. Yeah, yeah. like now you know it's. But they also and they only played the other the main piano line when he right before he got his knife only once yeah, yeah just that one time that, yeah. yeah and that that they released before yeah. the movie came out and i remember on like getting seeing on spotify and texting kevin like eight in the morning and being like dude if if the movie is as good as this, yeah. this song <laughs> it's did. gonna be great i was like they the score sounds good already i haven't seen the movie yet but throughout everything they what i was listening to yesterday those guys sat in a room, John Carpenter and his son, Cody Carpenter, and this guy, Daniel Davies, sat in a room with the finished film, and most of the time, they just, John Carpenter taught them the old score. He showed them what he played, the right. sounds he made on every keyboard, all this stuff, and they would watch the scene and just improv, huh. like sounds. That's cool. And they would just be like, here's what we think would be happening. That whole, every time in the movie where you hear a... Vroom, like yeah. that kind of like 
and it's always in like the best part. It was like, instead of it being some intense strings like dun 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 dun. Yeah, it was this like just one tone. It was cool. That's like he's bowing with a violin bow on his guitar with a bunch of delay and oh, other cool. effects. And so it's like oh they I sat like in, they sat in a studio making these sounds. Uh, we're all the three of us, four of us with Ryan here. <laughs> Five of us, Thunder included, we're all musicians, so yeah. I always have the the musician nerd in me come out talking about this, but especially with John Carpenter, because he he has such a good sound uh, as a composer. But this movie, not only being so good, uh, direction, writing, the music. So for me, it's a it's a ten out of ten. Yeah, I love it. Um, I couldn't believe like we talked about it. I couldn't believe the people that hated it. I guess I could see why they hated it, but I I don't. To me, it's to me, it's more reasons of being way too critical it's, about it's a movie that's supposed polarizing. to be fun. It's it's love it or hate it. Yeah, it seems I mean, like there's no. Look, I brought between. up Fast and the Furious. I was even when you see Fate and the Furious. <sighs> oh, wow, eight part yeah, eight. Yeah. yeah, sure. You should not go into that movie being like this is going to be good. You should go into that be like I've had a couple beers and then I'm going to have better a lot than of fun Tokyo with this. Drift. Oh, it's hey, better whoa. than Tokyo Drift. Whoa, there's a Hulk car in that. Oh. And the guy from Friday Night Lights and Flash. That couldn't we even save it. That couldn't even save it, Caleb. Man, well, well. I'm looking over my notes here. There's nothing else we covered. Uh, the things I wanted to talk about was the shape. The shape. He was called the shape. He was called the shape. Um, but and and real quick, but. just Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously, PJ Souls as the teacher. And Nick Castle, who played the shape in the original yeah. Halloween, reprised his role in this one for yeah. a brief moment. Oh, really? So those were the do? those were the three was, who were in the uh, original. What did Nick Castle do in this movie? He told me about it. I did. He so in this movie, it's play, he's played. Uh, Michael Myers is not played by the original Nick Castle. He's played by a James Jude Courtney. Yeah. Um, but Nick Pass Nick Castle. Nick Castle oh, had I, one, see it. I, th- I think it's the uh, is it's, it the balcony scene? No, no. Uh, window scene the window scene that's uh, right the one you're talking about where oh, was he, really scary. That's right. that was him that's, that was that's the original that michael myers yeah. that was the original that was michael michael myers. Um, nick castle yeah but, he only had cool. one scene he's 70 oh wow the man named james jude courtney they wanted him because of the off mass scene which is another note another note that i wrote down is that like the first movie every time he pops up he's so scary because of that mask right and this one they didn't put that mask on him for a while but you still don't really see us you don't see us oh no no, 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 no. But, you don't see his face but but you like saw seeing the him eye. walk around you, yeah. you, you saw, saw the eye, eye from the hanger yeah i remember the eye yeah i made a comment i was like yeah. oh, hanger yeah uh, my other notes the music the acting acting was great another was. note i have caleb had three or four nature boy shout outs yeah he did <laughs> and, and real quick, You've heard Nick Castle already. did all the breathing. So all the deep oh, breathing. Oh, I didn't know that. The breathing Michael sounded Myers, identical. He did all Nick the Castle. breathing for awesome. the shape. That's really cool. Yeah, I have written down, mentioned Nick Castle, and the last. And he did the head tilt. Yeah, that's right. Oh, good. He needed to because that was a common tilt. occurrence. He loved death. The, uh, the last note I have written down is the beer we're drinking, Broken <laughs> Vows by Crying Eagle and a Crowler. Blonde. Mine's empty. Mine's empty too. I have a little bit left. Well, so, you're winning. An incredible beer. It incredible was good. movie. Yeah. And uh, a lack of Ryan a little bit. We miss you, Ryan. We do, buddy. But you won't ever so, hear this. He'll be back for episode 10. Oh, which will yeah. be, as we talked about before, in our uh, multiples of fives, we like to do something a little special. 
So episode ten, we'll be watching a new movie. I think Thunder will be the only one who watches it. Yeah, yeah. thanks. And Thunder. he's not telling beforehand. Us, he's not beforehand exactly. Unless it he's sucks. not telling us. Yeah, if it sucks, we won't be watching it. <laughs> That's why Thunder's going to watch it and make sure it's worthy for an yeah. episode. But it will be as for now. The house that the house that Jack built. Jack built. Lars von Trier. Matt Dillon and Uma Thurman. Yeah, I like both be, those people. Should be pretty good. Um, we really want to thank Crying Eagle Amen. for the delicious beer. We love them. And um, anything we can do there in the future, we hope to do. They let us uh, play it's our local place. They let us, oh yeah, we play music there a lot. We do. Yep. So we would love to do a podcast there one day. Yeah. Um, how to get episode 20. Episode 20. It'd be awesome. Okay. I'm down. Maybe we our need fans people, can come need, and watch along yeah, with say, us. We need people involved for that. All so six of you. A way to get you. you involved, all six of you listen to this. <laughs> Here's what we need to do. We have episode 10 planned, but we don't have episode 11 or 12 or 13 or all the way up to 50 planned. Up to 50. Um, <laughs> we don't have any of them planned after 10. So we want a little help. If you can go on our Instagram page, you'll see a post tomorrow about some uh, movie ideas. Yeah. Post your movie idea that you want us to cover yep. and watch with Caleb. One that you think will just rile him to his bones. It won't take much. Crawl out of his skin. Let's be honest. It won't, be, it won't take much. It could it be uh, Tremors. Hey, seen hey Tremors? now. I've seen Tremors. Okay, don't love get, that don't, movie. But Tremors, he's seen it. <laughs> so, Reba McIntyre. So, Woo, Reba. Any other ones, go on the Instagram page. You'll see the post. This this podcast will not be uh, posted for another two weeks, but we will be uh, posting the thing anyway so you can see we it. We will. And we'll give you time. Uh, it'll end before episode 10 is released. Yeah, yeah. We'll pick a winner out of the suggestions, and that winner will get a six-pack of the brewery that we include on that podcast if as long as you are 21 and over thank as you as long as you're 21 and over thank you we'll um, pick you if you're on if Caleb's, you're Caleb's not student, if Caleb's you're students. not 21 and over Caleb students thanks Mr. Monroe I have a, have a gift I have a prize oh, oh. alright Caleb's got a prize if you're not 21 and don't over don't you put me in this you'll be careful on the guest list at our next tugboat show in town oh wow. shit that's a good prize right there that's I'd even like better that. I'll say this so you can get double worse since you can't have a drink you you will get into no the show for children. free, and, and Mr. Monroe will personally give you a shout-out on the podcast. Oh, that's fair. I didn't know where you're going to go so with that. I was like, what are you about to offer me up you for? You will be shouted out, and then one day when you're old enough to drink beer, <laughs> we'll buy you a beer. Yep. Sure. We'll but drink anyone a beer. who's old enough to drink beer, please give us some, some movie recommendations. It can be old or new. We are looking for some fun stuff to do. They want to get everybody me. involved. And, and tell us why you want Caleb to watch this movie. Yes. We, don't, we don't want just a Please. movie recommendation. Give yeah. me a reason. Give us a reason why we should pick this yes. without giving any spoilers away. Thanks. Absolutely. I love it. And while you're scared. on there, you're going to be on our social media. So please let us know what you think. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all SoundCloud, Spotify. All you can Everything. listen to all the episodes on there. You can find all of our links to good stuff. Listen to the past episodes. Leave a review. Please subscribe. Subscribe so you can hear all of them. That just helps the show get better and better. And we do like hearing everything that we hear about the show, whether it's good or bad. So we miss you, Ryan. Yeah. Thank you, Thunder. Thanks, Thunder. It's always beautiful with Thunder's hand involved. Sound of Thunder Studios. (laughs) The Sound of Thunder Studios. This has been a fun one. We did Halloween 2018, one of my favorite movies of I the year. I did it. I think this is my favorite movie that we've watched so far. Oh, yeah. Heredit- Hereditary, Hereditary is really good. I don't I have don't a favorite. Know. As drunk as I was, I love that movie. Oh, boy, I've watched it drunk. several times since then. Yes, I've watched it several times since it's being wasted. <laughs> talking about that. 
<laughs> but there was not whis- whiskey with this one, so I guess it's a little bit better. Boo. But I do recommend everyone going out, whether you've whether you enjoy the old Halloween or not, go out and check out the new Halloween mo- movie. Sure. And if you've never seen the old Halloween movie, watch it first. Watch That's it first. true. Do watch yeah. it first. Watch it first. Yeah. I can vouch for that. Watch do, it first. do what Caleb did. Follow watch my the path. original from yeah. 1978, then watch the direct sequel from 2018. Yeah. Follow me, young Padawans. Yeah. Start there. Follow him. Follow Mr. Officer Monroe. Monroe. Officer <laughs> Officer Monroe. That's his yes, new name. Officer Monroe. I forgot about that. Yeah. Officer kids Monroe. call him Officer Monroe at school. Please don't call chief. me that, kids. Hey, Chief. Stop. Hey, Chief. That In the podcast. Funny. That was a good kid. For Caleb, Kevin, Kevin Lambert. Lambert, and Ryan. And Ryan, even though he's not here. We love Thanks you. for yeah. listening. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. This has been the Hard and Hops podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>